0: Welcome back, Achievers. We are now reacting slash breakdowning slash talking about that Xbox Bethesda showcase that we just finished a watch along that you can, of course, watch on this channel right now if you'd like. But if you've already finished that, you can stick with us as we break this pretty, I think a very interesting one to talk about uh, showcase from Xbox and Bethesda. Of That's course, it is June 12th. This <laughs> is the Easy Shivers Game Podcast. I'm joined today with, of course, Emmett and my one and only sweet baby boy, Alex. What's up? How are you two today? I'm doing well. I'm doing pretty damn good. That's good. Okay. So so no one's mood has been ruined. From oh, this no. showcase, that's good, that's I good mean, no, no, I think really? riding the high all no. weekend well, so, yeah. right? I, I have two. I, I didn't let the hype affect me too, too much until today and this morning When people were starting to talk about it, I'm like, alright, okay, I'm starting to get a little excited Expectations mm-hmm. were going up pretty high, so let's figure out where we stand on this Now, I want to first get everyone's feelings immediately after And then we're going to actually hit what was in this showcase And I, of course, want to start with our guest, mm. Emmett Watkins Jr. Emmett We have just finished that showcase. We have just stopped watching Xbox Bethesda showcase. I want you to tell me what is your immediate reaction to what we just watched?
1: My immediate reaction is. If Summer Games Fest used more indies, then we would have thought highly of it. Mm. (laughs) Because this Mm. this showcase was very good. I liked it a lot. Um, Even when they showed games that I don't think I'm going to play, they were interesting. They were engaging to look at. the pace was a little bit brisker here as well um than the summer games fest presentation but really it's just they had something for everybody and even though they didn't really have crazy heavy hitters and at least one of the heavy hitters they did had didn't seem like it was that heavy of a hitter but we'll talk about that later yep (laughs) Um, we sure will yeah even despite that i feel like the show is very good there's a solid like I'd say a solid B. Um, not the craziest thing ever, but there was a lot, a lot of games here that I'm excited to play, and a lot on Game Pass. So yeah. Good job. Alex,
0: same question. Mm.
2: No, I ag- I agree with Emmett. Um, there are some ones that I'm like, mm, I don't know. It's it the like the what is it? How it was just uh, like I'm glad that they kind of got the the. Motorsports and the flight simulator all out of the way, and then showed us the indie games because that that was the more exciting part. As I agree, and then we saw some big titles and we're and I'm concerned about them.
0: Okay, yeah, all right, but it's I, overall
2: I, I give it a brown a B as well.
0: Yeah, I think I don't think I I don't think I have anything incredibly different to say uh compared to you two i think it was pretty good i do agree with alex even though while i was watching it, i was starting to get worried getting fights in mm-hmm. forza right at the beginning and then immediately like all right we're done with that we're gonna go into the games that you probably are here for for these random mm-hmm. indies these random type of games that uh and i and uh <clears throat> to go off of what you just said alex this i think is is almost the like perfect one-game-for-everyone type of showcase. They hit the gambit in almost every single category. Now, when you do that, I do think it affects the overall grade of the showcase, because you don't have something crazy usually when you do that, but you do have a more average reaction between everyone versus having these kind of peaks and valleys. For instance, Mm -hmm. like, if you ended with, like, I don't know, Indiana Jones, for instance. Like, probably a lot of people that are Indiana Jones fans would be happy about that, but if you're not you don't probably care at all so i think this is actually perfect for a and this is gonna i think this is gonna sound like a critique i don't mean it for an average showcase for if you want everyone to kind of be pretty happy i think this is one of the things you do you have you go from redfall to riot games to forza flight simulator and then like arc like where that is every <laughs> yeah. left right center turn there master of all mm.
1: trades but master of none yeah that's yeah that's a perfect Which way sounds of doing more it. negative but it's a good it, good way to do it
0: <laughs> it does it sounds negative but it's i don't mean it to be i mean it it can only be so good when you have to cover like this huge swath of gamut. i think the only game i didn't see was like a card game and technically that was in the riot game thing so like yeah. <laughs> there was almost a thing every genre imaginable in this that th- like I off the top of my head, I can't even think of a genre that might not have been here. So I, I really do think like they nailed the. Yeah. Hey, we want everyone to have two games to go home with and tell their buddy like, yeah, I was really excited about this one. Like, I really liked Lightyear Frontier. Yeah, and I will give it to them. I shit on Xbox every single time they do this. Why? Because they almost never show gameplay. They clearly took the feedback with this. And we saw games being played, and that's all I want. I just want to see games being played. I don't want CGI trailers the entire time. And we at least got to see, clearly someone picked a controller up and played a little bit of a game. Which is is good. They almost never do that. So this was a good change of pace.
1: Mm.
0: Now that we've gone through kind of first reactions to that, let's actually go into... This showcase and then i almost can't wait until we get to the end of this so i can really have some <laughs> it's because i'm sure we're gonna have some hot takes about the of, of what they ended with but let's start with the the opener which i i think was pretty wise is redfall i think that that immediately grabs everyone's attention because it's so interesting looking yeah now Emmett, i think you are i think you're the highest on this game so i want to hear from you first mm-hmm. from redfall first off this game looks yeah. great visually yeah. and uh visuals aesthetics the gunplay actually looks really good too what Did this
1: sell you on it even more or were you already there? I was already interested just because like the whole vampires with the little robot buddy with like the diverse cast of characters. I'm like, all right, I'm I'm interested for you to tell me more. And now they've told us more and I'm definitely going to play this. Um, I was telling we talked about it during the live stream. Like I'm kind of getting into Back for Blood more than I did at launch because kind of hitting a scratch that I want right now. Right. Redfall looks like it's going to hit a scratch even more, and I think a thing a lot of people worried about is that it was going to be purely a Left 4 Dead type, where it's just here come the horde, shoot them up, and that's more or less the whole. Here's a bunch of guns, of
0: keep shooting them.
1: Exactly. Here's a
0: Molotov, throw it.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Heal me or something. Yeah, here all the good stuff. Let's get a med kit. Um, yeah, uh, but no, it looks like you know people are going into stealth mode. You're sneaking around enemies here. You're yep. able to like call shots for all your co-op partners. Like you said the during the,
0: the stream, ghost recon <laughs> it up. <laughs> yeah. You to mm-hmm. Call your
1: shots. Go- hmm Ghost recon as fuck. And Mommy, i
0: gonna have to count down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. you're over the mic. One, two, three, you forgot to adjust for like the <laughs> the audio break. So you so you're like fuck you shout before no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, so I'm I'm excited for that. It for for me personally, I think i I just fall into these more action strict types of games anyway but when you have this element of oh you can stealth a little bit here that makes it more dynamic in a way that I think is going to be more broader appealing so I'm definitely going to try it out Um they did flash for a split second like the inventory screen with all the colored weapons and stuff and I'm sure some people were like ah oh, fuck more how new. dare like, they but I I like that stuff I don't <clears throat> find it to be such a big a gr- like horrible crime I think that's fine it, It's and honestly yep. this all looks fun it reminds me of the the slow change of the
0: industry because four years ago the hyped thing uh inspired a lot of these devs and now we're starting to see those devs making those games regardless if it was four years ago we're seeing it now and four years ago the most popular thing was here's a colored item that you got here's you know destiny was getting huge all right let's make these like Easy progression systems where like the more you pick up, the higher your number goes because everyone likes that number slowly to get up. So I don't mind it too much. I (coughs) mind it when it seems bland, kind of like with Avengers did, where there's no seeming progression. It's just a it is literally just a number. Whereas Mm -hmm. uh, as long as they nail it here, maybe you get different powers or uh, uh, honestly, what I don't see enough in is set bonuses (coughs) or something where like you get a a set. You combine it and have a bonus from it. As long as they keep it at least a little unique, I don't care about Mm -hmm. the gear number that seemingly everyone out of nowhere starts to not like now, I don't don't care.
1: It just (laughs) simplifies it too much, because then it's not, oh, is this gun like, what are the attributes? Does this have elemental damage? What's the clip size? You're not looking at all the individual parts, you're just looking at the number and comparing it which is good for comparison's sake and speed and all that stuff but for me i like caring about the attributes as someone who liked a lot of original borderlands not even two necessarily um i played a lot of two as well but one is my preferred one um those were the elements that were important there and i would like to see that carried forward so hopefully redfall will do it um but i'm very positive on the game overall
0: yeah me too as long as they uh can have a unique way of blending their special <laughs> attributes that each character has clearly there's the sniper clearly yep. there's like the sneaky um uh stealthy, the, the stealthy bitch. kind of girl that um can um I don't know that was the guy I think I yeah, don't remember which one turns invisible, invisible. Yeah, yeah yeah and when you know as long as it sticks to that and I'm not getting like your shotgun is 20% better on the sneaky guy or something I I don't care so yeah, I like that you could all the abilities and stuff it does yeah. yeah and and that that looks cool like especially um i'm still in love with uh i don't think we got we probably have names for people i just don't know it yet but the the main character with the uh with the, the hair, uh yes purple. yeah yeah yeah. yes yep. uh her with too. her moves when she's able to cow herself around like that looks like so i can't Emmanuel.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well. yeah she's great
0: I, <laughs> I can't wait for this game and um and just to make sure i'm not wrong i, I don't think we have a date Still, I think ah, sp- still early 2023. 20, I think is all it said. Yep. Which yeah. I'm happy. I, like I said. Like I said during the show, mm-hmm. I don't. I don't want fake dates. If you don't have a date, don't tell it to me. So yeah, here we I go. don't Tell it. I don't. I don't care. You have me hyped. So I, you have my money. Just show me when it's coming out. For sure. When it's ready. Sure. Next up, we have a. I don't think any. I literally. I don't think anyone guessed this. Bright Games announced a collaboration, which oh, no. I think. Still, it's kind of unclear. I'm gonna go to Xbox Wire while I talk to you, gentlemen. But I'm pretty sure how it works is if you have Game Pass and you link your account with your Riot Games account, you are basically unlocked with all of the paid content on their free to play games. So, for instance, League of Legends, you would get all of the Legends for Valorant, you get all of the Agents for the card games, you get all of the major cards in the some expansions and things of that nature and honestly this without having any bias might be the biggest announcement here yes that is probably the biggest announcement slash biggest deal from this entire thing that they are able to say if you have game pass um i'm not sure if they said if it was ultimate or not it might just be game pass for pc you get all of the stuff that you would normally pay for for free uh i do not know neither well alex and i are a bit more on the right games path i mean i know you're not too much into it uh do you have anything to to say on this
1: yeah this might get me to check out valorant but other than that i'm more or less indifferent yeah i, I didn't think the mobile phones too
0: yeah yeah wild rift as well or league of legends wild rift also got the same announcement and you get all the characters and stuff alex i think this Ooh. is a pretty big deal especially for you and me where we kind of casually play league so we're never really going to buy all these characters but now that it's for game pass this very much talks me into yeah i kind of want to click on and see what's going on now that that kind of gets me excited that i don't now have to pay for those legends i wanted to try to begin with it's wild because you're saving so
2: much money because for example with league of legends if you buy every single champion in League of Legends, it costs you a hundred and thirteen thousand RP, which is equivalent about... to seven hundred or excuse me, six hundred and forty dollars. Yeah. So, so you're... you're saving six hundred and forty dollars now that you don't have to worry about spending.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that's real. <laughs> the legends yes. are very expensive. Unless you yeah. buy them like
1: like yeah, uh, you buy RP in like very something.
0: RP in range. Yeah. So yeah i, I forgot it was that much jesus but yeah yeah that yeah. i can't wait for i can't wait for this to go in effect i think it's one of those things where it's available soon i don't think they gave us even a date i think i'm double I checking here. i thought it said soon and then i said i thought it said something about winter but this I winter yes i'm seeing the blog post yeah. right now this winter <clears throat> you'll have this kind of collaboration it still looks like all game pass members will be able to play okay so yeah as long as you're a game pass member you get a lot of stuff So this winter at some point we'll get this edition, which is still kind of nuts to to think about. All right. Next up was, uh, oh, uh, uh, nothing too crazy for me, but this is Plague Tale, uh, Plague Tale Requiem. I I love the aesthetics of the game. I think I'm going to come back to the series with this. I tried the first one and I wasn't super into it, but Emmett, you
1: popped for this. So please tell me. Tell me why. I mean it's just another Tell it, it me looks why. like it's going to be <laughs> honestly well I don't know how I was going to connect that but um yeah it just looks like a lot like the original playtale um the original playtale was really good played it on PS5 and I need to beat it actually but it seems like for this one they're um I don't want to get into spoilers because quite frankly I haven't played enough of the game to give real spoilers but mm-hmm. they tease that something's up with the little boy in the game as mm-hmm. you're playing it and I haven't played long enough to know what's up with him, but there's a little split second tease at the end of this trailer that kind of hints as to what might actually be going up, going wrong with him. And to I said on the reaction, I was like, I just got spoiled, Loki. But yep. there's still probably a story there as mm-hmm. to why that's happening and how that happened. I want to see what's up with that. Like, is there? As far as I know, the game the game is a very grounded game as far as the first parts that I played. So I'm wondering if they're going to make it slightly less grounded in ways that I don't want to talk about specifically. But yeah, it looks pretty. It looks like it's going to have a lot of the same gameplay, some new gameplay elements with that spoiler specific reason that I talked about there. That's really interesting. And yeah, it's just going to be a really good Game Pass title. Run through it in like 10 hours. I think it'll be really good.
0: Yeah, I'm reading um, the blog post now. It looks like they are visiting southern France is where you're going to be primarily headed. And it's still very, uh, they even mention it here, it's very gloomy, war-ridden environments. It's still that constant war that's happening in, in uh, the 14th century. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah aside from that, know. it all looks about what you'd expect from the Tales game. But I'm really hoping, I, I first off, the aesthetic looks really cool. Especially, I don't know why, but I'm digging the crossbow look on this chick, like with her with the mm-hmm. crossbow. She looks so sick, but I can't wait for more of this. Alex, do you have anything to say before I move on?
2: Um, I've played the first Plague's Tale a little bit. I, didn't, uh, I did a couple of chapters in. It was pretty cool, like, story. Like, the story I was so intrigued with, but, like, it, the gameplay sometimes g- it can get a little, you know, a little repetitive. Yeah. But, like, wanting, I, it, I still wanted to go back and play it. I just never got a chance. This kind of makes me want to go back because I'm like, oh, well, what is wrong with the kid? You know, I want to now finish the.
0: Emmett is I helping me up a little one. bit. I'm like, what the oh, fuck right? did he yeah. see? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't need to play this now. I mean,
1: the games are just really cool they're good linear yeah. you know cinematic action games as a playstation person i've played a million of them but this is a good version of that so
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah they're really good these next
0: two i doubt either any of us are gonna have too much to say about it so i'll kind of okay. combine it we can we uh came up with forza motorsport um it's coming spring mm-hmm. 2023 i think no one really saw it coming so clearly an internal delay of some sort happened uh and we also get a flight simulator uh 40th anniversary for november that kind of looks like it celebrates a bunch of just the history of flight we saw some very early like airplane uh things that you could fly there's a bunch of different ty- types of airplane they also showed off the pelican that you can fly that's available now actually so if you want to go play the uh, update right now you can um but aside from that do either you two have i and i doubt you do forza or flightsman anything anything i, I do
1: I mean I'll respect play Forza, the... but that's it. Yeah. Uh, respect to flight history, but we ain't the right brothers for this.
2: No,
0: no, right? nope, no.
1: No. <laughs> uh, God damn it,
0: Emmett. <laughs> You're too good, man. You're too fucking good, and I hate it. I them uh, up too quick. Yep. <laughs> I um uh same for me. I'll I'll be shocked if I even play Mortisport. Uh it might be a quick you know, fly around a, a track or something, but I have nothing yeah, to say about mm. this, too. Uh moving on mm-hmm. to to a, a much bigger deal, I would say, is, is Overwatch Two, uh, and they kind of broke open, seemingly broke open. Although it's been kind of vague, I feel like, but th- but they said, hey, it's free to play. It'll be on Game Pass. Assumably, the campaign will be. I'm still kind of confused, but it seems like I, the that's multiplayer I is free, but uh, it's on Game Pass. At- so I'm guessing that you're paying. You're not going to pay if you have Game Pass for the campaign.
1: Other than it, your Game Pass subscription. Looking at the little graphic they put at the end of the show where it showed every game that is coming in the next year. Overwatch 2 was on here, but there's no Game Pass title next to it. So I'm assuming they're just announcing An that, hey, it's coming to consoles with the little open beta thing this year. Interesting so enough, they don't have a blog post about it. So, yeah,
0: clearly they didn't have much to say about it, or they couldn't say much about it for whatever that is happening with this. Um... But it does have an early access, like I meant to say, for October 4th. So that's a pretty big deal. And it's going to be on console and PC, the early access. So I'm excited. I'll definitely be in that. I will be playing this as soon as I can
1: on early access. I will say there is no blog post for it. But on the like overview of the entire conference, uh, they do say stick around for June 16th. Uh, there's an Overwatch event happening specific to just Overwatch 2. So you'll find out more about and it and probably get campaign details
0: yeah interesting they will finally tell you what that's about <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what exactly. What it even is cool uh next up we have oh alex you you didn't say anything do you want anything about overwatch 2 i mean i'm excited for it i'm just i'm really just more excited if anything just uh,
2: with the single player because i mean overwatch 2 F? i mean i'm assuming the online is gonna be the pretty much the same because i watched a little bit of the gameplay uh recently and i was just like i mean it's this it's the same it's fun but like i'm really excited just for something new so i'm excited to see what the the thing looks like the uh, the story
0: aside from a couple ui things it's pretty much the same thing the major difference of course is it's 5v5 now uh where uh there is only one tank so that is kind of the biggest difference we'll see how much that uh messes with the gameplay when i get my hands on it. i can't speak to too much about the differences because i haven't had my hands on it go ahead emmett
1: I will quickly say the Wastelander looks cool. The new little. Oh, yes. Um, the, like Borderlandsy character they announced. She looks she, really. Nice her shotgun
0: looks so cool. What, and her yeah. move her where she like spun. Thing. That yeah. was sick. Yeah. So I agree with Emmett there. Yeah. The new character looks very cool. Yes. And uh, yeah. October 4th or the access. Next up we have. Um, so we all thought this was a different game. This is Aria yeah. Human Untold. I have nothing for this yeah Uh, it looks cool yeah
2: Yeah, Yeah, I'm at a... So what what is it? Like a strategy game? Like, I don't
0: even... From the Vogue Close, an upcoming turn-based historical grand strategy game uh, for Windows PC. So this is only a PC game. This is coming from Oxide Games and Xbox Game Studios is publishing the title, it looks like.
1: A Civ-like, basically.
0: Yep, it looks like (laughs) they're trying to be Uh... a Civ type Age of Empire. Wish I would have saw the gameplay just so I had an idea of what it looks like because I'm just picturing Civ in my head now. So interesting Mm -hmm. if they'll have Mm -hmm. anything... Different uh, glancing over this blog post. It sounds like they're literally describing civilization six. So I'm um, it looks like <laughs> yeah. it's pretty much a different. It looks like we can. Okay. So I think for the Xbox insider program, you might be able to sign up to play some stuff with the game. So check that out if you want more details. Uh, Cause it's kind of unclear what it, what this whole thing is, but it looks like it's just a strange game uh Next up, we have Elder Scrolls High Isle, another expansion uh for Elder Scrolls Online. I have absolutely nothing to say about this. Gentlemen, speak up if you have something to say. Yeah, uh, I, nah. I've, I we've tr- we've tried this game. It's, I'm, I'm good. Yeah. Long time achievers will know. Me and Alex have tried this multiple times. I just can't get into it. I have to accept yeah. that it's not going to happen. I wish I would be able to play this. Yep. I just there's something about it that maybe it's too much or something. But I I just can't get into it. Yeah. And y'all got further than me, so that's all I got to say. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, uh, basically copy and paste what I just said to this game, Fallout 76. The pit was shown off. They show off yep. the, the new kind of area that you'll be able to go to. It looks like a pretty hefty expansion for the game. Uh, for all those Fallout 76 Nuka people that you're paying for the game, there you go. You enjoy, <laughs> but uh, I have nothing to say. Yeah,
1: I'll say I'm happy Fallout 76 is coming a pretty far way since it's really rough start um i'll say specifically the pit like you're in pittsburgh it gets based off of the fallout 3 dlc yep that's not the most visually arresting location that they could have chosen i'm sure lore wise it's interesting but for me i'm like all right that that game is still solid that game is still fine i'm sure it will be fine with the pit dlc but eh, it is what it is
0: Yep. Happy for the people who are happy. Forza Horizon 5, July 19th, is getting a Hot Wheels expansion, just like the previous game did. And it looks pretty much what you would expect if you had played that expansion. It looks like a giant kind of Hot Wheels-like levels are being added. Uh, Most likely, they'll be adding more cars from the Hot Wheels franchise uh, to this game looks cool it looks i don't i'll tell you with what like the picture they have for the blog post it looks exactly like the forza horizon 4 one does except it just has five now so it, i think that's what you can expect from this expansion and it will be yeah
1: mm-hmm. yeah i will play it i guarantee it
2: <laughs> oh for sure yeah i mean i played the other one i mean emma did you play the lego thing
0: I didn't play the Lego
1: or the okay. from previous ones. No. Okay.
0: The Lego one was crazy because you were the actual Lego yeah. guy driving around. It was, yeah, it was weird, but it was kind of cool. Next up, um, arc two coming out in 2023. Um, uh, Mr. Vin Diesel was still on the cover. Somehow he's still part of the game. I don't know why, <laughs> or who talked to them or what cousin knows a cousin. that got this guy into this game, but they have Vin Diesel on it. Uh, uh cool. I don't, I don't they have love them in
1: the wheel, man. They had to bring him back to games. <laughs>
0: only you emmett <laughs> how do you know all of these games that i vaguely know because I, I i i was born into i <laughs> well, molded by it yeah. uh alex i know you don't have anything so i will spare you
2: yes i i've never i've never tried arc never seen i like i love dinosaurs but i'm like every time i see this game i'm like no did you ever want
1: to play i'm sorry what, what? Where's it's, the gameplay for ARC 2? Because this is like nowhere. What, is here? Yeah, it's like <laughs> it was the CG trailer game awards, not last year, but the year before. Yeah, it was With all the resources Diso into Vinny's face and grunting. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, it's literally like. Yeah, exactly. It's the same level of CG we got last time. No gameplay here, despite the whole conference being centered around gameplay. It feels weird for it to even be here. Like, yeah. If, if, if I'm in charge
0: movie, of Xbox, I go, what do you have?
1: No, you already did that. So why would I show it again? What a big reason why Xbox gets painted into this (laughs) corner of CG only showcases is because they want to make sure they have brands where if, if either they show you something cool or they have a brand, you know, and this is definitely a brand that millions know. So it's a good little slot filler, but For a game like Arc 2, knowing what Arc 1 is, I'm not excited to play Arc 1. No, no, no.
0: And if you are, shout shout out to you. But even if you are a fan, I feel like you're still not happy with what they showed. Exactly. They didn't show you anything. If they at least vaguely show you concepts of the game, I could at least understand that. But the CGI chair was literally just Vin Diesel and a fucking dinosaur.
1: So, like, what else are you? I I don't know. That might have sold copies in 2005, but now... Uh. <laughs> but now, at least vaguely show me gameplay
0: throughout a okay. CG trailer. Like, you can do that, at least. Um Next up, we have... Uh, basically, if you've ever wanted to fuck a wall with a gun, here you go. Uh, that's what Scorn is, it seems. Uh, there's this weird... The, if you know Scorn... <clears throat> Jesus, it, it leaves an impression. I'll say that. It's coming October 22nd... and Sorry, October 21st. It finally has a date... Uh, so we can all burn our eyeballs in this game. This thing looks horrific. Uh I will say again, Definitely. Emmett, you popped for this. Let mm. me know what what is what kind of what kind of sick shit
1: you into, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, I'm starting to realize something about myself because I popped really hard at Callisto Protocol, and that dude, mm. I love. Uh, oh, but <laughs> see, I <I'm> in that. <laughs> but see, but that's not, different I'm because f- it, I'm not. That's fucking like that's the like, like in Space.
2: That's like Dead Space's <laughs> baby, though. Like we uh, like we we Yo, love Dead Space. Uh, that's fair, true, fair. but.
1: I'll say for Scorn specifically, I've been very interested in this one. Um, I said it during the reaction stream, any game or really just anything that I look at and I'm like, how the fuck did you think of this? Mm-hmm. I want to play that. It seems interesting to me. Uh, if you've never laid eyes on Scorn, think H.R. Uh, Geiger type of imagery where yep. everything is flesh. Turn it to 27, <laughs> though. Like, 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 like Yeah. Like, think like of it. You're, I'm
0: shocked that someone made this frankly. Yeah. And that's I'm why I'm like, oh, I'm even cool. more shocked. This is on Xbox's showcase. That's even crazier. Multiple times has this thing got on, like, major okay. showcases. They're like, we're gonna
2: like- show Scorn, and then we'll show Minecraft.
1: <laughs> well, here's the thing. Here's the thing I'll say. Um, If you guys remember this game, Agony, from, like, 2017? Yes. Or, yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah. yeah, It had that I, weird Demogorgon I, thing. Yeah, where it yeah. had, like, sideways mouths and dead yeah. movies and stuff. Like... Yep. That's another game that has a similar vibe and aesthetic to Scorn, but the difference is, Agony didn't seem like it was a good video game, but Mm. Scorn looks like it has gameplay. (laughs) Gotcha. So, like, I'm excited to see what Scorn's, because they have, like, all these organic weapons where you're, like, popping, like, organic things into it to reload. It just looks so weird and bizarre, and I'm like, man, that is so creative, and I just want to see what's
0: up. I'm making fun of you here, I mean, but I agree with you. Like, I'm... I'm going to play this for, yeah. just from sheer curiosity at this point. That, I
1: imagine it's going to be really short, too, and that's perfect for me.
0: I hope so. I really do hope so, because because I wanted to leave an impact, but I doubt I can play a game like this for 20 hours. Like I really do not mm-hmm. want to sit down and like, all right, time to play Scorn again. Like I don't fucking destroy my
1: <laughs> mind with this horrific image. My 30th hour of Scorn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my 30th hour of this torture hell. But yeah, It should be a good game pass quick, yeah, and I'm very much so looking forward to that.
0: Alex, hmm, anything for
1: this game? I, I,
2: I like it because how f- fucking weird it is. If you're part of my French, like it's like, <laughs> like I like how creepy it looks. Like when I first saw Score, and I'm like, mm. that looks gross, and I'm digging it. Mm.
0: Like yeah, I, I don't I mean, know. Like I we said, saw it's this like, game three years ago. So we're f- we finally have a day for this.
2: Yeah, like, like for some reason, like I said, I've always like. Like, I always think of, you know, Miyazaki's brain. I'm like, oh, what fucked up stuff to have you think of? And then I see this. I'm like, somebody must have the same mindset.
0: <laughs> yep. Next yeah. up, we have um, something that I'm, I swear to God I've heard of. I just don't know where. Flintlock Siege of Dawn comes out early. Yeah, so we saw
2: this before.
0: Yeah. And it looks it looks really fucking cool. Uh, mm-hmm. I dig it. They, if I remember correctly, they don't have a blog post for this, so I'm going to have to look this up really quick, but if I remember correctly, like, this game looks fairly, um, uh, this was the, was this the top down? I'm already forgetting. No, Flintlock was. Well, the luck is behind the shoulder. That's right. It's no, the one that kind of was like I, forespoken. Yeah. And I stuff. saw the. I already yeah. see the picture. That, that's right. Yep. With the with the cool. We saw. Yeah, they look like kind of like yeah. forespoken, but in a good way, <laughs> not 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 in the bad way. This looks really cool. Yeah. I'm down for this. Uh, apparently, this is actually a delay though, because uh, apparently they mentioned a date prior to t- uh, early 2023. Oh, um, really? Yeah. It, it might have been
1: set for later this year. Actually.
0: Yeah. It probably had a generic year date. But people are saying, yeah, this is technically a delay. It looks cool. We did get a good bit of um, uh, gameplay from this. And whatever she's doing with her axe, I'm a part. I'm I'm with it. I I love it. I'm Uh, down. This is another one where Emmett, you kind of shot up for. I want to hear.
1: Yeah, uh, this one, I'm trying to make sure I get the developer right. I'm looking up. Oh, that's (laughs) who made this game. So I earlier said on on the live stream, the developer of of Remnant into the ashes made it. Yes. Oh, did that is incorrect. It is incorrect. That's oh, incorrect. oh, oh, okay. Developers of Ashen, if you remember that, like Souls like A forty four games. Style. Yes. Yeah. 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 Yep. I remember that one. Yeah, that's why I was so excited for this one. So yeah, when I heard that, because I heard Ashen and it seemed interesting, and I think I, I, I think it's coming to the new PlayStation Plus tomorrow. So that's exciting. Um, mm-hmm. But uh flintlock just sounded really interesting and knowing that group was going to be doing something with like some some range combat in there instead of just melee i was very excited looking at this gameplay it was one of those things where the whole the whole trailer i was like oh this looks cool this looks cool but i'm like timidly excited because i'm like i don't know who's making this i don't know what the story is and then when they showed flintlock at the end i remember popping when the flintlock got announced a couple months ago so that's just like that's a solid buy for me um i think it's gonna be on game pass but yeah i'm super excited for that one looks like it'll be a nice little it'll be like a dark siders tier of game, in mm-hmm. my game which i'm a big dark siders fan so i think that's gonna yeah. be right up my alley and a perfect game pass game so. yeah,
0: yeah i can i definitely agree with that i'm i'm watching i'm re-watching a little bit of the trailer now yeah especially with the axe it seems like you have some sort of teleport teleporting dog with you as a as some sort of uh uh gameplay of, uh, or at least combat effect this looks cool although i hope this is one of those games where it plays well because it looks visually appealing i can't tell really if this looks satisfying now that looked cool she lo- she double jumped while shooting the ground that looks kind of cool yeah. hopefully it's not a, it looks a little static like it looks like she's not um yeah moving looks a sta- fluidly with the environment mm. but if this nails at least half of what it's promising, I feel like it's going to be a good game.
1: Yeah, that's where I'm at. And I think I I believe in this studio enough to think that they'll nail at least half. Now, it does say open world, which house. makes me a little like,
0: eh, can you nail an
1: open world and look like this? I don't know, but we'll see. Hopefully, it's open world in the way that something like God of War is open world. Thank you. Where that's all of of the levels it. are connected. But, yeah. you know, but, but we'll but see. That it's not
2: like, right. like it's more of a, like kind of like a bigger sandbox.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's almost yeah. like the same box. It's just connected in tunnels and stuff. Mm. Yeah yeah i agree um uh oh and moving on that th- this did leak but i i'll be honest i said it in the showcase i did not think this is real i really didn't i did not think uh it's called minecraft legends it is an action strategy game coming uh next year uh i i'm not gonna play this but i'm happy it exists for you know all those kids that love minecraft um i used to work at a video game stores and every kid that come in that liked minecraft wanted to play dungeons And that was a fun way of them exploring uh, different games, frankly. So they're not just playing the same thing. So I love when Xbox isn't afraid to be like, let's try a top down action kind of game
1: now with Minecraft. And it's and they're just going to see what sticks. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is one. This is one I'm I'm not excited for it on my own, like you. Um, I don't think I'm going to play this. I will say I was a little bit interested when I saw that it wasn't a top-down, look-at-it-from-the-sky type of, like, yeah. Age of Empires-type thing. It is behind the back a little bit. Um, like I said, it's like Brutal Legend, if you ever played that game back in the day. Yes. I can't um, believe you shut up really. I can't wait. I uh, mean, oh,
2: it's so cool. I'm still waiting for this day for a remaster.
0: Ooh.
1: One day. You know what? Still waiting. That's an Xbox's hand at this point, and I feel like their hands... Could oh, it true. is. I it never even thought about it. Yeah, you're yeah, right. It, it is. is right. My hands. So, yeah, we'll see. Or actually, EA might be involved a little bit, but we'll see. Um, but, yeah, for this one, yeah. like you said, I'm excited for kids to play this. They play everything Minecraft, so I'm glad that I'm really glad that Microsoft is trying to just expand people's taste, not just with all the games they put on Game Pass, but with taking their massive franchises and breaking them out into other stuff they did the same thing with Gears Tactics so um yeah i'm i'm excited for the impact this game might have but i'm not going to play this <laughs> it's just
0: not fun. Mm-hmm. yep <laughs> anything you want to leave with uh Minecraft Legends, alex um
2: it, it kind of looks fun
0: i mean i don't know uh, like and- i i i tried i've tried dungeons but
2: like it's kind of what that game has i it, it can't really play by yourself Right. so I don't yeah so like I tried playing that and I'm like I don't know I'm kind of bored but like I was like I have to play with someone so but other I mean other than that I mean I probably will give it a shot just you know I like just trying it out and if it's not for me then it's not but you never know that's usually one of those things where you like if I see it I'm like I'll give it a shot it's like
0: how I was with like man eater you know that was like the one I was like oh I mean that looks game looks great tried it loved it mm. next up yeah lightyear frontier 2023 this is literally the description on steam lightyear frontier is a peaceful open world farming adventure on a planet at the far edge of the galaxy start your new home on a distant planet with up to three friends as you farm alien crops build your homestead and explore the untamed wilderness of the world so they are alex you saying mm. farmville isn't that crazy <laughs> <laughs> it kind of is a space wow. farmville with that description and it's crazy, because I used to l- uh, be obsessed
2: with Farmville. Oh, like, we, I used all, so, we all, I mean, we all I lived in like, the computer, 2000s, right? Go,
0: wow. do, do, do,
1: do, every couple hours, come back later, do it again. Emmett, you're looking at me, you didn't play Farmville. I did not play Farmville, and I would roast you really hard if I didn't have Cookie Clicker up on my phone. I was right?
0: just about to say, let's let's start throwing stones in our glass houses, Emmett. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I know I what to humble myself. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I... I I will never play this, but this is one of those. It's that like we said at the beginning. This is one of those games where someone popped and was like, "Oh, that looks really fun! Like, I love playing Cookie Clicker,
1: so I'm gonna play this fucking farm game." I will say, I'm a little, I, I'm a little hesitant because honestly, this is the type of game where I feel like it would fit in a wholesome game showcase because I watched that yesterday, um, and I think that's great. I think that's great that they're putting a game like that into a showcase that is often just. What's the biggest gun game? What's the strongest axe game? Like, it's normally always, like, some cutting up, blow up stuff. Yeah, I believe and the official, like,
0: PR mm-hmm. release was Peaceful Game or something. Like, yeah, Like, yeah. they're very much saying, like, you are not fighting anything. So you are hanging
1: out, farming simulator in space kind of thing. Yeah, and it just speaks to the fact that Microsoft wanted to cover all their bases here. I appreciate them doing that. Yep. I am a little bit timid because, like, when I saw those mechs land, I'm like, oh, this is going to be an action game. And then they start farming. I feel like there's going to be someone else <laughs> who looks at that trailer and thinks, oh, there's a nice peaceful get wire mechs. Max. <laughs> <laughs> why, why, why is it makes target exactly. acquired and it's just corn. Yeah. And he's just eating yeah. <laughs> corn. <laughs> exactly. So th- I'm a little bit shaky on that for other people. But overall, I think the game is. If the market that finds it sticks with it, then it's going to be a success.
0: Yeah, Stardew Valley people yeah. eat, eat that shit up or, you know, whoever. I don't know mm-hmm. what you guys like, but enjoy it. Stardew
1: Valley people are the in that range. Yeah, yeah, Certainly.
0: yeah. You, you can't fuck any of the mechs, so I assume that's like a no-go, but some of them might
1: like it. Fuck the aliens. <laughs>
0: next up we have gunfire reborn you give me a hundred dollars and you tell me you give me a list and you say emmett's gonna fucking lose it at one of these games which one is it (laughs) i lose every single time gunfire reborn last game i'm gonna guess (laughs) emmett why
1: (laughs) all right gunfire reborn is pretty cool uh people who know me um i'm a big risk of rain 2 person i love that game with all my heart gunfire reborn is in that similar vein it's first person it's like a more slightly low budget Borderlandsy type of thing well borderlands is all about like run and jump and kick and all this stuff and this really is quickly let more- me cut
0: you really quick it's hilarious because yeah. i'm because there's no blog post for this i'm searching around and i found a, a quick game thing because it appears they got a, like a pr release for this yeah you and, and kyle hillard have the same exact thing. Uh oh, in the weird. game. You, in the game you play as your choice of an anthropomorphic animal with a gun as you fight enemies level up and collect loot. Its closest comparison is Borderlands but with animals. That is almost the exact same thing that you said. You you're yep. sharing your mind with this with this person. <laughs> well every
1: games industry person just shares one brain cell. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh yeah that's literally what it is. It's uh it's a lot more grounded than Borderlands, so I feel like there's not even a jump button in the game if I remember correctly uh correctly but uh you're just going through it's a roguelike so you're getting your coins you're elevating to the next yep, level buying upgrades uh, <laughs> it is look I understand but it's like really good and really fun for like you know you there is no some I get element it. there are elements of like permanent progression I just forget what those specifically are but uh I picked it up on Steam a while back I enjoyed it and I said I'm gonna come back to it one day now i don't have to think about coming back to it on steam i'll play it on console where i don't have to worry about my specs and yeah i'm and very excited to play it look i and suck
0: it, at roguelikes and it, you go <laughs> yeah. oh it's kind of like a ro- and I mean, alex is already just
1: he's conked out he's doing something right? <laughs> nice like, as soon as you start the he's it's like oh no, no i mean no, no. you got to find the right roguelike for you because hey, console, and i do yeah. yeah it's not about like oh the roguelike system in general is harsh it's just like if you're if if you don't like side scrolling beat em ups and it's a roguelike, <laughs> then you're not gonna be good at it. But if it's a shooter and you like shooters and it's a roguelike, then that's it. So it just depends.
2: Out of you. all the roguelikes I've probably played, I've probably have enjoyed Returnal the most, but it's I suck at the game, so it's hard. So I need to play
0: the co-op with Elijah.
1: There's also a finite ending to Returnal, which I think helps for roguelikes. So
0: Yeah. And um it, uh, apparently it's developed by Duo 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 games. Cool, hmm. and and it is already out on PC, like I mentioned. So you can go play this if you yeah. want to play it it's on PC. On mobile
1: PC. as well. Don't know how it plays, but it is on phones. <laughs> Interesting.
0: Next up, we have Lost Case of Benedict Foss, Spring 2023. This is my, this is up there with my game of the show. Like the, mm-hmm, this, mm-hmm. this grabbed me immediately. This aesthetic, the very, I want to say, what can kind of I? It looks like
1: this. Cath- it's Lucas Artie.
0: Yeah. 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 You could say that. Yeah. It's very dark. The kind of weird demon kind of guy behind him mm-hmm. speaking these very strange things to him, telling him to do these weird things. I'm very into that stuff. So that looks really cool. And I actually like I said, this is this might be my favorite show. I, I really liked the aesthetic. out. I want to throw it to you because I know you kind are with me with these type of games. So what did you hmm. think of this one? Um no I I actually really like I like I love the aesthetic
2: it gave me like a HP Lovecraft type of thing um I like the um I was trying to figure out like what the gist of it is but it looks like he could he's looking for the father and then he winds up maybe the father has it looks I like don't know if he has the power or he's getting the power from that body like i don't know what it is but like it's 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 trippy and i love the way the art style is so like when he's looking up you could with the flashlight you could see the tentacle stuff i just loved all of that the way it looked there's
0: a little sub uh sentence from the uh the description starts in 1925 Boston, where a missing family sends the titular detective on a journey within himself as he battles demons and then covers the truth. The mm. uh, and yeah, okay, and, and this is just like oh, it kind of looks like a Tim Burton this kind of monstrosity throughout the game. It looks cool, like I said, it's early coming to Xbox Series S and X NPC, so no less gen in 2023 uh emmett you seem a little lower on us what do you think
1: uh yeah i'm not super duper excited about it it did give me vibes of uh i was talking about this uh kind of side-scrolling souls like scorn kind of has that type of creepy factor with like the more whimsical like almost adventure gamey vibes of something like early double fine uh when i looked at it I, at first glance i was like oh this is like a uh secret of monkey island looking type game
2: i thought about that too the first and i was like mm. no let me not say that because i don't know if it did uh, just the
1: art I, style just yeah the art style. Say, only the art style the game is way different yeah the game has like combat and such. yeah the art style was- yeah yeah once i started seeing combat i'm like oh this could be for me but ultimately it's it's another one where it's a good game it will probably be mm-hmm. really fun i don't think i'm gonna try it but uh it looks very solid and i'm somewhat impressed by it i did miss the developer did anyone have that uh I can look it up real quick. Get on Xbox Wire. It's not on there. I
0: will check uh this is a GameSpot arc right here. Okay. Uh oh, this is the Rogue Games and Plot Twist. Rogue game. Rogue yeah. Games I believe is the publisher and plot correct. twist is making it the game.
1: That's it, that's correct.
0: And Metro and it is described as a Metroidvania. I'm down. You wanna
1: say two things that get me excited. Right. Oh They're I love Metroidvania. This just seems like the type of Metroidvania where it's less about the combat more about just the vibe and exploration. Yeah, yeah, I
0: agree with that. Uh, uh and um Alex Vanek and Stars and As Dust Falls, <laughs> this is launched July 19th to Xbox Game Pass. This is definitely trying to uh sh- uh kind of uh speak on a very until dawn um, linear narrative exploration type game that you can experience with multiple people, like a family or maybe a party because they were like, Oh, up to eight people can play the game. Assumably one person is playing and the other seven people are probably chiming in with choices of things of that nature. But uh, I'm, I'm in the middle with this game. If I'm being honest, I can't tell if I'm into it. I not in love with the art style. I don't hate it, I love narrative games. I love Life is Strange. I love Until Dawn. I love Detroit Become Human. I love these types of games, but I yeah. can't tell if I will like this. I think I will literally will have to play it to figure out if mm-hmm. I like it or not. Um, Emmett, you seems the, the most on this game. So what do you think? Yeah,
1: I'm kind of in a similar spot. I'm, I'm a little bit higher on it than you, maybe. But uh, really, like when I first saw it and you see like the stop motion, it looks like just paintings flickering through animations rather than actual smooth animations. That turned me off because I thought, oh, this is just going to be a visual novel. It's going to be stationary, pretty flat. Then the gameplay started, and it's 3D environments and 3D objects that these flat 2D characters are interacting with. And it gives it a very unique art style. Um, like I said during the reaction, it looks more like a creative decision rather than a budgetary constraint, which is always what I'm looking for. If you're going to do something different, do it because you want to, not because you had to.
0: <laughs> and yeah. so,
1: um, So, yeah, I'm really digging that. I'm interested in what the story is going to be because it seems like it is going to be one of those um, don't nod super massive Quantic Dream type games choices but I am not sure what type of story it's going to tell because it's giving me like Route 96 vibes I think is that game from last year yeah I think Um, yeah I'm pretty sure that's what it's called yeah it's giving me those vibes but it's also giving me like the movie Crash from like 2006 or something (laughs) Cause like, I Yo. feel like they're gonna, I, I know that's a weird thing to bring up, but, um, that is an M- and ass description. Like, yeah. But, uh, God, let me tell you. Um, that's one of the first movies I ever saw where I was like, oh, this is cinema. And then I found out a decade later, it's bad. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Doesn't, it, 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 yeah. doesn't touch cranked. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it, it just seems like one of those like dramas where it's all about like the interperson, like the intersectionality and the interpersonal relationships between a bunch of different people, which can be fun. But like, what is it just the characters that are going to make that interesting? Or is it going to be a super unique scenario that they're going to be in? I need to know more about the story itself to really be excited. But let me
0: get you a little snippet. Starting in 1998 with a robbery gone wrong in small town, Arizona, the chases you make, the choices you make have a powerful impact on the characters lives in this decades spanning story told across two intense books. So they're calling them books, too.
1: Oh, so this is a storybook. That's why it looks like that.
0: Yeah, yeah, and it's and uh, sacrifice versus survival. Can you break free from your family's toxic influence? Oof, calm down with the uh, on the point there, man. All right, it's, why are you speaking <laughs> me to next me? Time. What will you, yeah? At me next time. Shit. What will you sacrifice for your ones you love? Can you overcome your past? Your decisions will shape the characters' fates. It's woven destinies fall two families and their struggle to survive, protect, and endure. The challenges rooted in the previous generation's mistakes reveal insights about yourself and those you play with. I don't need I don't need you to be fucked. how dare you? <laughs> you. Play As you discover the underlying values of your decisions in cooperative gameplay with up to 8 players local or online or a mix. The As Dusk Falls companion app makes choices in games easy. Just use oh. your phone or tablet to vote with or against your friends. So there will also be a companion what? app that you can play with the game as a controller, so you won't even need controllers to play All with right, the game. So you'll probably Apple start Apple. a game. You can download this app for free and just connect to the game, and you'll be able to play it just with your phone. You won't even need another controller for the game. So you can kind of you can kind of paint what the story is a little more with with what we said there. It looks like it's gonna be a lot about past generations affecting what these characters are doing now and you'll probably have to choose between these very interesting choices between family and maybe some other situation. I like it. I what will is- say oh. reading the description hasn't intrigued me much more than what mm-hmm. I've seen, so I am quite interested now. This looks this seems pretty good
1: yeah companion app has me a little bit more interested the whole like what is it about generational trauma this year where everyone wants to talk about it kendrick's album's all about it now we got this game like what's going on um I but need yeah, Kendrick I, to I'm, calm down he oh was he
0: was too he was getting too close to home
1: <laughs> yeah he he was doing a lot i wrote about that that's a different thing we'll talk about later maybe um but yeah uh this game looks interesting i i want to see what's up with it. i'll probably try it out when it hits game pass
0: yeah Yeah, you you say pretty silent you i don't know what to think about this with you honestly i i know your taste pretty well but i don't know if you're it's gonna play it doesn't seem
2: like i love yeah i love all the like the narrative games like you know the don't not games all the things but i don't know how this one didn't really strike me as like as as a me game and the only thing i'm just i mean the art style looks cool I'm just worried how, how fluid it is because it looked like it was going from, you know, like, oh, the, you know, kind of like the flip page type of looking. And then it, some areas was like full on animation to where, like, you saw the truck move. So my, my, my mind is like, how fluid and how consistent is that? Are you going to have like areas where, like, you won't see that and then you'll get like a quick one or the other way or is it more fluid? Like, that's my worry is how consistent, how fluid is that anime between those two animations?
0: That's a good point. I, I didn't really think about that. And yeah, that could be kind of jarring if, if you're like used to that and it comes to nowhere and it's like animated. I don't know. We'll mm-hmm. have to we'll have to see. Again, I feel like we're all saying things that like we are literally just gonna have to play the game. Because yeah, you can't yeah. watch this because that's gonna ruin it. And you can't really read reviews because it seems very personal. Like I feel like mm-hmm. we're just gonna have to play this and we'll we'll have to figure out if we like it or not. Yep next up a game that looks like some sort of weird soul caliber thing that a bunch of people are finding it looks really cool Nar- narika blade point it is coming to xbox series s and x coming to game pass as well june 23rd it It and this is a pretty huge game this reached 10 million players on pc last year uh and that's pretty insane this game is pretty huge it's a 60-player battle royale with, quote, unchanged multiplayer combat. I don't know what that's supposed to mean. Uh, end quote. <laughs> An auxiliary combination of melee action and unparalleled parkour movement to grapple and scale your way through the map, carefully taking out your opponents and emerging victorious. Uh, I don't have too much to say about this. First off, I heard of the game. I just didn't even know what it looked like, to be frank. Uh, it looks very cool. It seems like one of those things where uh, I don't need another battle
1: royale. But Emmett, you seem pretty interested. What, why? Um, I remember seeing this game because this game kind of came out alongside. There was another game that was almost this exact same melee combat with a bunch of like swordsman battle royale thing. But it was on PlayStation Plus for a month. Um, I've I, It's like Legends or something. Uh, someone out there might know. But this game looked interesting just because that game looked interesting. And they both have the same problem of because it's like think what if they made a battle royale of the devil may cry or better yet. Neo might be a better comparison. Um, and that's a cool idea, but when yeah. I have to, when I have to fight like that against other players, I'm getting, I'm going to get washed. So yeah, uh,
0: that's another thing. I feel like the yeah. skill ceiling and seemingly in this game, will it can be very high. So you might mm-hmm. not even have
1: a fucking chance. In this game, exactly. If you're not good. So that's why I haven't gone out of my way to try and try this game. Cause I believe it's free to play on stuff like steam, Epic store, uh, oh no! Nope, it's not free to play. It is twenty bucks. Nope.
0: <laughs> yeah, and um, uh, just a quick note: it looks like, like I said, June twenty third for Game Pass on Series S and X. And it says at the very end of this uh, blog post, Xbox One players can also look forward to Naraku Blade coming later this year. So they're actually taking a, a
1: point to bring it to last gen consoles too, which is very interesting.
0: Uh, exactly.
1: I Wonder why? Yeah, I'm. I'm very interested to see what's gonna what's gonna happen with this one. Uh, they said there's a campaign mode coming, and that's also mm-hmm. going to be included with the Game Pass release. So. Um, I will try out the campaign because the gameplay looks fun. I just didn't want to do it against other players. So if the campaign hits, then perhaps I'll stick with it. Uh, but it seems like a nice little, I love these melee combat games. You know, I talk about Bayonet all the time. Talk about Nier Automata all the time. That's my jam. Such so a good game. We
2: pre- I recently played that.
1: Mm. Uh, which one, near? Yes, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We both recently yeah. played
2: that. Yeah, I love so it. yeah.
0: I I don't hell remember yeah. who I don't remember who went back to it first, but I uh, uh, I think well, I, I did all and I did the three endings. Yeah, and oh. I only did the one, but damn, was it yeah. good! It was yeah. Very, I went back. I literally finished it all.
2: Did did a bunch of stuff, and I was like, should I start the second ending? I was like, okay, I got to. And then I just could do it. And yeah,
1: I I'll going. say this for for anybody listening, and also you both you haven't beaten the game until you've played the credits and you won't know what that means until you've seen that sequence. But once you've played the credits, you've beaten the game and that okay. happens like that happens after several endings. But the thing about near people say, Oh, endings, endings. It's not endings. The first, the first playthrough is one. The second yeah, one second is, is the same story from a different perspective. So switched. A lot yeah. Of stuff. And then the third one is a sequel to the last two. Yep. And so really, the main the,
2: yeah. there's three real like main endings.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, because yeah. when I looked it up, there was like
2: 27 different endings. It was A through Z, and it was a bunch of like what's the, what They're you could stupid. do.
1: And there was a yeah, yeah
0: there's a lot of nonsense. I looked up that it, too. Yeah. I was like,
1: okay, that's why this has so many endings. Yeah, no, yeah. oh, this is. But yeah, if you just want to play through it, see the linear story, you have to get through a couple endings there, and you'll unlock features to where you can skip chapters and such um there's two there's technically after you beat the one main campaign from both sides you technically have to beat that next campaign twice but you unlock chapter select at the end of that so you can just start at the mm-hmm. last chapter and see yep. what, what the other one is but yeah it's uh it's really good near is great i can talk about that the rest of the podcast we got a long show <laughs> all right yep. that's yep. enough
0: of the show everyone emma has to talk <laughs> about near now
2: yeah I, I'd, I'd have to ask you who you who you picked at the end that's all i'm saying
1: Ooh. Okay. Ooh, yeah, so- yeah. I don't yeah, remember yeah. at this point. I'd have to check my trophies.
0: <laughs> Pentiment is next. Yes. This is the secrets. I'll put that in quotes cuz we all knew about it, but the secret project uh, Obsidian was doing kind of on the side in between their Outer Worlds 2 thing and uh Avowed it is kind of storybook-ish like the other game but in a different uh completely different idea. Uh and I'm going to read this little snippet because I feel like this colors it a little better. In Pentiments, you play Andreas Mailer, a journeyman artist working in a bygone scriptorium of Kisare Abdi, Abbey during a time of great social unrest. While finishing his masterpiece, Andreas inab- inadvertently becomes entangled in a series of murders that took place over 25 years. Peasants, thieves, craftsmen, monks, nuns, nobles, and even saints must be investigated and interrogated to expose the truth. So it looks like you're playing a kind
1: of medieval detective.
0: Yeah. Medieval detective. It looks like you are doing something and you, you figure out like someone's been murdered and you're trying to figure out who did it. Uh, This looks pretty cool because I've never seen anything like this. Uh, The art style looks very unique. The actual gameplay seems to be unique, although it it sounds like you might be playing like Em that just kind of medieval detective. So this is a, a day one play for me out of sheer curiosity alone, but also the Obsidian name is starting to mean something to me, so I I make it a point to try every game they they release. Yes, uh, and also let's uh, I'm gonna read this to it. Let's it will be up to players to decide Andrea's choices from his educational background and lifestyle to how he investigates the murders. One day he may be digging up a dead monk in the abbey cemetery. The next he might be uh, spent eavesdropping on peasant gossip at the ladies' spinning bee. Every decision and accusation he makes carries consequences that will impact the tightly knit Alpine community for generations to come. Sounds like very L.A. Noir-ish at the end there. Sounds like it could be very much like figuring out intel to then uh, confront characters later on. We'll have to see. But I'm very excited about this. Any of you gentlemen can take it from here on if you want to talk about it. Coming November, by the way. Didn't say a specific date, though.
1: Hmm. I mean, I'll, I'll say that it looks, like you said, visually very interesting. Looks like Renaissance paintings yeah. come to life. I think that's just fascinating on its own. Um, this ain't my type of game. It looks like it's just going to yeah. be, it, you know, here's the problem, because people talked about this. A lot of people in their head, when the leaks and stuff were coming out, compared it a lot to Disco Elysium in their head. And I get why they're saying that, because. So I don't. I mean, I just, why Why do you think? I think they're saying that because it's a game where it's all talking. It seems like it's just going to be a lot of talking to people and that's 90% of the gameplay. Okay. That's not a bad thing, but the reason that the idea of that in Disco Elysium interests me is because people keep talking about how amazing the script is. I don't know enough about this game, know about the script to know if all that talking's worth it. So I am, I'm not, I'm not going to say I'm interested, but I will keep one eye open for it because I don't, the idea of just talking to people, the entire game does not excite me. But then again, you got, you know, I love Life is Strange. That's pretty much just talking with slight supernatural elements. I love, you know, Walking Dead. You know, I, I love some of these games. Yeah, and but... you loved, um. Try, I'm trying to think what game you're thinking of. Uh, shoot the it.
0: fucking people, make them gold, bow and arrow game.
1: Oh, Forgotten City. Yeah, yeah that's Forgotten City. Thinking. Yeah, that's, yeah that's, that, that's, that's, that was fun. That I is 95% you. talking. Exactly. And I think that's really what it is. In the same way, like in a movie, if it's not a Marvel or action or whatever movie, if you just tell me, oh, this is about two, this is just people talking the whole movie. That does not sound exciting, but I have seen some incredible movies where it's people talking for two hours straight. That's true. So like, it it all depends on the script. And I want to see what people say about the script, say about the characters, all that stuff. And then it'll be on Game Pass for me anyway. So there's no rush really with it. Alex, you were pretty quiet. I, I I assume you don't have too too much to say.
2: Mm, for Pentiment, no, <clears throat> yeah, it's not my type of game. It looks really nice, and I appreciate the art style. But like, it's uh, it, there's a certain game that I it looks very similar to, but I can't think of it. But it was just never.
1: I was trying to look it up. I because yeah. there's another game that looks even closer to it, but it has the same art style as Rock of Ages. If you remember those games, it okay. had that similar Monty Python-y type of visual style style to it. There's another game that came out even more recently than Rock of Ages that is closer to this art style. Mm. I can't for the life of me find it or think of the name, but yeah, it definitely has that look.
2: Yeah. But yeah, it's just yeah, it's not my type of game, unfortunately.
1: Yeah.
0: Crowded finally getting a full release this September. Um this is another Ooh. game I, I don't care too too much, but I'm happy for the people playing it. They announced 10 million players have played the game and it's been about two years since the release so it's pretty impressive. Uh, I'm just happy for the game. I don't have too much to say. Uh, Gentlemen, uh, go with what you will with
1: this game. Yeah, same thing. I'm not super duper excited for it. I did play a little bit of the, you know, I guess early access release when it first came out and I thought it was interesting. i liked the gameplay loop uh, pretty well. Uh, Exploration seemed cool. So I am slightly curious to go back and try the full story. Once it comes out in September, I just don't know if I will stick with it for the I'm expecting 15, 20 hours to see the story through. So we'll we'll find out.
2: That's that's how I feel the same way. Cause I'm like, I I don't feel like I gave it enough time when I first tried it, but it was really early and So maybe that's why it, it yeah because I, I think it when it
0: was we played just... it even before
2: i think it was even before they added the arachnophobia
0: mode oh yeah oh, way before that no,
2: yeah yeah Yeah, we played it even before that like when it first released mm-hmm. yep and it was just never never stuck with us but i feel like i i want to give it another shot
1: i expect it next up we have
0: arabin shadow legacy I am into this. I think I'm the only one that kind of am interested in this game. A very stealthy, shadowy game. It looks like you are literally able to meld with the shadows. Uh, it's prescribed uh, in a way that is called a stabby, cyber, stealth m up game. So it looks like you'll be killing a lot of people just stealthily. Um, and, and, whoa, what does this mean? It is in a setting... What appears to be a North African-inspired world, interesting. Huh. That is from PC Gamer. I can't tell if that's from a PR article. That sounds like the actual writer expressing that. But uh, that it does have an interesting aesthetic. I I don't even know how to say what a North African looks like, so I I can't describe that. But it looks great. Uh, it looks like you're uh, playing a stealth game, and honestly, I miss well-crafted stealth games. I Alex, you brought up origami. As very yep. similar to this game, and I agree. I hope it's a little more kinetic. Maybe is the word I well, use. I'm not too origami, sure,
2: but I think origami was more. I can't remember, but I think it was more level based. I don't know if this is
0: level based as well. I have no idea. It doesn't really seem to say at it least looks from,
1: level based It's it, giving me uh, Ghost Runner vibes as far as level design. Ah, that's yeah. a good.
0: That's a good yeah. way of saying it. It's uh, all right. This is this fucking you, Emmett. This person brings up. It looks a lot like <laughs> Blood Rain. <laughs> Emmett wrote this. Wow. <laughs> Emmett wrote this really fucking bad. article. <laughs> that is. <laughs>
1: if only
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah it doesn't seem like there's too honestly too much about this uh, it's published by raw fury like Emmett said and baby robots developing the game it looks cool i can't wait to see more about it uh, but we don't know too too much about when it's coming do we mm, 2023 that's all we know so i will have to come back to this hopefully i don't forget it like half of the games from um, these showcases i just forget and never play them hopefully this comes back out, and i'm like oh i remember this let me try it
1: uh anything else from you youtube if not i'm moving on uh looks interesting i'm not the biggest stealth person i like i like stealth games where i can still just kill everyone if i'm seen um <laughs> this does not seem like that type of game uh but interesting art style interesting aesthetic i i have a feeling like it's gonna be whether or not it plays like origami i think it's gonna be in that same tier i think people are gonna look at it in the yeah. same way um but here's hoping that it has double like a, a kind degree. of game right yeah definitely double yeah. a some it's, it's game pass fodder uh but good game pass fodder like you know
0: sounds like a insult i don't really take it as that i mean it's it's a it's a yeah. uh, it sounds like you had a, a game pass quickie is what you said yeah. we call <laughs> them drive-by games where yep. you spend a good weekend on it yeah um, exactly uh but but yeah i i agree this will be something we pick up we play a little bit and bow out Oh, for sure. Next up, we got, and I'm sure a lot of people popped for this, Diablo 4. Uh, they announced the release date of 2023, so we don't have too much about the release date, but they are saying it's for launching this year. It's Diablo 4. Looks like Diablo to me. Looks great. It looks really good. It, I the First off, the Diablo aesthetic is pretty set in stone. It's these very dark demon skulls mm-hmm. killing. They showed off the necromancer class, which is, I, if I remember correctly, like a very popular class in when they re-released Diablo uh Diablo 3. And Diablo, I think it was Diablo 3 that had the expansion. Oh that they for were, that Yeah, for consoles, thank you. And yeah. uh, that apparently that was huge for that game because people love the Necromancer, so I think this popped up for a lot of Diablo fans. Yeah,
2: I've always heard Necromancer was like the like the most favorite like class to use.
0: Hmm. Yeah, it looks the most fun because I think I well, I think it's also like sometimes like super broken too. Because I remember reading something that was like, "Oh, if you want uh, an easy time, just play Necromancer and summon things and they'll kill them for you. But yeah, I'm excited for it. I know, Emmett, you're not too high on this. I am I will play this the day it comes out. I don't expect it to come out anytime soon, though.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, this is just like, I know that exactly the type of game it is. Uh, I said earlier on the stream, I played a lot of Torchlight 2, so it's going to be similar to that. On paper, I should be super excited. I'm sure that if I played it, I would love it but nothing i just that type of game this isn't even a slight against diablo it's just a diablo like i don't really have a taste or hunger for right now um maybe if i do by the time 2023 comes around perhaps i'll want to jump in but Mm -hmm. yeah that just just that whole mindless podcast type game loot system just grind just doesn't seem fun to me right now but uh i acknowledge that it looks really nice and diablo is
0: that game like like a lot of people are Mm -hmm. like yeah once you hit I think it's level 60 in Diablo or something like that's when the game starts. I'm like, nah, I'm not going to play for that long. <laughs> like, I'm not a big guy. That's like, yeah, if you put in 20 hours, the game gets really good. I'm like, I
1: don't think I'm I want to do Final that. Fantasy fan. <clears throat> <laughs> Final
0: Fantasy. <laughs> don't worry. It gets great. 60 hours in. I'm like, Whoa. I liked that game and I still wouldn't say
1: that. Jesus. Well, I'll be three games by the time. He gets to give me three <laughs> years,
0: Emmett's already refinished half of his PS1 games. That he loves.
1: (laughs) I can filter. Played through six times. This this, it is.
0: This next (laughs) one is literally a Sea of Thieves update. I have nothing to say about this. It looks cool. Sea of Thieves fan, I'm sure, are freaking out. You can save loadouts. You got to customize your cabin. All these things that I'm sure a lot of people love, and I think it's awesome. I don't play Sea of Thieves, so I can't say too much. It's coming July 21st. Mm Hmm. Pretty. I need to finish the pirate's life. Yeah, you yeah. still need to do Pirates of the Caribbean thing that they were, that they released. Yeah, this next one, Ravenlock, coming 2023. This looks pretty good. I need to get some more information because this does not have a blog post. But I liked the kind of aesthetic it was going for. Is it? This is one of the games where we didn't see too much, so I can't really say. A whole oh, lot about this it. one! I was excited for this one. Yes,
1: you popped really high for this. What did you think? um yeah this one because i forget the name oh wow i went to ravenlock.com do not go there it's oh. just a bunch of random pictures of knives and i don't know what the hell that is um <laughs> but ravenlock that's better than uh, what i thought you were gonna say yeah it wasn't yeah. anything explicit just weird i did think it um, was gonna go in a slightly different yeah like that. <laughs> thankfully nothing horrible um <laughs> but yeah ravenlock from the developers of echo generation where thank
0: you i'm trying to find it it's so hard yes. to find this game
1: yeah echo generation is a game that i saw it was turn-based and i instantly got turned off but the visual style of it looks super interesting and this seems to be a more direct action based type of title the art style looks really cool it's like minecraft with more detail is the best way i can say it where it has that chunky pixel based art style but then certain things are like fully mm-hmm. drawn instead of chunky uh and you know here or there it's it's, di- it's dipping into different like aesthetics like it, it gave heavy uh alice in wonderland vibes but not everything go- was like I'm going to stop you card. right there
0: oh, Arthur yeah. Damian from the <laughs> shows the aesthetics of a alice in wonderland <laughs> but more realistic graphics that <laughs> dude, <laughs> dude what in the hell <laughs> um Alex I know you have to leave I know you have to leave soon what do you have any thoughts on ravenlock it looks it looks fun
2: i like i like how uh, i like the art uh like I like what Evan said the alice of wonderland i've played that game in that and it gives me that resemblance as well
0: yeah it looks oh, it looks yeah. kind of cool it's described um as a fairy tale coming of age adventure Ooh, interesting yeah. that's pretty cool uh i dig it the uh raven accidentally makes her way to a troubled kingdom when she stumbles through a magical mirror the caterpillar queen reigns with an iron fist and it's up to Ravenlock to put an end to her rule and restore peace to the land it's alice in wonderland <laughs> like if, oh yeah. verbatim almost pretty much <laughs> that is for almost verbatim the game so uh next up is i believe cocoon this uh, i'm blanking on this one this is another one i'm gonna have to look up this I remember being like, "Oh, this looks cool," but I do have to get a quick blog post again. Another game that does not have a blog post. Uh, yeah, this is it from Limbo great. and the Inside Developer, the the yes. main Insider. It's coming to Game Pass uh, in 2023, Xbox Series X, Xbox One, and PC uh let's see here yeah this is the one where it had that very cool you pick up an orb and you're like going inside the orb with the orb it looked really crazy i like think it's <laughs> inception stuff yeah it mm-hmm. will and uh, uh said inside out like which i'm like yeah that's not a bad a, a thing with like the memories yeah. inside the circle kind of thing mm-hmm. uh they say it's like cosmic mystery i'm trying to see is being worked down Jeff carbs and yeah it doesn't look like we know too much about the game aside from what we saw Looks like a yeah. kind of weird sci-fi type
1: game. Yeah, big uh, Monument Valley energy from the art. Oh,
0: yeah, that's a yes, um, that is a great,
1: great way of explaining it. So, yeah, I'm very I'm I'm interested in that one. Once again, I'm going to keep an eye out for it. It's it seems like it's more puzzled than platformer, which usually turns me off, but it looks so pretty that I'm definitely going to be looking out for it. Next up, woolong.
0: Nothing to say about this game. It looks weird. <laughs> we all thought it was Neo 3 for literally the entire time it was on the screen. And then it said it was Hulang. Uh Looks creepy. Looks, like, honestly like yeah. Neo. So. Yeah, if anything, me and Ember were more excited for it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't have anything to say. Do you t- Do you generally want to take this one? I'll let you I mean, I'm hoping
2: it's just... I mean, I'm hoping it's similar to Neo, Like, you know, the level, uh, like, mission to mission. You know, com- Dark Souls, Souls-like combat, you know. I just, uh, I hope it has... More of a, the thing with Neo is like the, the the story is just it was just it was hard to follow every once in a while. It's like I'm hoping this is has more of a fluid uh, story and that's what it seems like.
0: That giant vampire caterpillar
1: monster thing looks creepy.
0: <laughs> oh, that's all I gotta say about
1: it. Yeah, Definitely. Yeah, I'm. I just hope it plays like Ninja Gaiden because those are the the yeah ninja games that I like. So if it does, great. If not, uh I'll try out Neo. Neo was kind of fun when I played it, so. It's happening. You'll never
0: see it coming. Persona 5, Royal, Persona 4 Golden, and Persona 3 Portable are finally coming to Xbox One, Xbox Series X, Windows PC, and Xbox Game Pass starting this fall. October 21st is when we will join Joker in Persona 5 Royal, also available with Game Pass and all the things previously stated. This was told to me will never happen. I, Emmett, I've had people tell me <laughs> to my face, this will never happen. I've heard rumor after rumor for like two years that this was happening. And I kept saying like this, I think it's true. The guy, I don't remember who said it now. It's so long ago now. But the dude was pretty credible. And he was right. Up, I, think, I think about. What he, I think he was right about the Kingdom Hearts collection or something like that, Mm -hmm. Uh, and the guy also leaked that Persona 5 Royal was coming, was he right or not? I don't know clearly, he he was eventually right, I don't know if he was right back then but it, it's I lost words I can't wait for this to come, I am a huge Persona fan, I love 5 Royal I love Golden, I've never played actually Persona 3, so this will be my first time going into that game, I heard it's fantastic so I will be playing literally all of this, I will replay Persona 5 Royal I've beaten that game like twice now I will be going back to that. I will be playing Persona 4 Golden again. I will be playing Persona 4 3 Portable for the first time. And I am ecstatic for this. This this was the biggest pop for at least me. This is the biggest like me announcement. Like my favorite platform being Xbox and my one of my favorite games of all time, Persona 5 Royal, coming to the service is super exciting.
2: So it kills me because we were just talking about this that I wanted to go back to Persona 4 Golden on my Vita
0: yes we were literally and yesterday because i on, a, on the show I brought, up, I brought up my vita like i brought i brought my vita back out to play yeah, some right games it. and alex was oh, here oh, we go here oh. we go we're in good company we're in good there company go. ladies and gentlemen here yeah, lives <laughs> and hey all different colors too a but like captain planet Planet, (laughs) our colors combined is that what he said probably i don't know Uh, (laughs) i I don't know know. yeah yeah uh i have gushed enough alex again i know you have to leave soon so i want to go to you first what do you have to say um well my thing is when do you think because five are getting
2: in october when do you think we're getting three and four because should I wait to play for Golden until this comes out, or do you think we have long enough to where it won't it won't, dr- it won't drown it?
0: I I I think it's an interesting that Persona Five Royal is coming first. It's first, so clearly yeah. there's a
2: contract the thing happening.
0: Issue? I would assume Persona Four Golden would have been the most ready. It just recently That's got a thought. PC port. I thought that'd be ready yeah. to go. I'm surprised Persona Five Royal is the first one coming. So honestly, I couldn't tell you. I wouldn't be shy it, it technically it says starting this fall, so that doesn't say the deadline for these games. Yeah. So I would. Say I, I don't think we can even guess.
1: I think five's the most accessible one. You get all the fans in the door, then they can go back and play because they're not directly connected. I don't believe. So no, no, not at all. I don't believe. Exactly. So then you get four, then you get three. I feel like they're not going to wait too long. I don't think it's going to be two years later, and then three's finally out. I yeah. think probably by the end of 20 i bet by by the fall all of them will be out by fall if i
2: play four now and then do you think I, it wouldn't be too much like like i i wanted to give it at least six months in six months do you think four will come out on xbox or it'll be more than six months
1: i think six months six after m- the release date of
2: five yeah. yes yes i think okay. i agree cool, with that i think
0: i think six months by cool. that time four would also be out got
2: it cool so i'm gonna start four
0: again i'll say it again <laughs> It's kind of weird. Golden isn't already stated. I'm I'm assuming there might be a Steam
1: deal, maybe, or maybe it really nah. just takes some some time to port the game. I bet it's I, Xbox one to stretch out this wealth over their quarters to cover, you know, different spots. That's a
0: good point. It probably is that it's just so strange. And they're two massive games. I you don't want them anywhere close to each other, probably. So mm. I understand that it's just strange that Royals first. But again, I think Emmett's correct. By far the most popular of all the series, the only one I've touched. <laughs> like, <laughs> come on. Well, as a not super Persona fan, you're not huge into Xbox, but like, does this? Are you gonna play this, or
1: you're still like, yeah, you're you're gonna admire it from afar? I mean, I'm not gonna admire it from afar. I do at some point, I do want to go back to Persona because I was enjoying my time with Royal um i i think it's a great game i think it has great art design pretty interesting story i got 17 hours into persona 5 royal oh so one tenth of the game
2: exactly. <laughs> when, I hit, when i hit hour 20 i was like i have to be far in this game nope i think the game was 90 something hours yep. christ
0: yes when I, when I, like we platinumed it so that's what it was to platinum it i did 90 something hours my persona 5 playthrough was 105 my persona 5 royal playthrough because i had known the game already was 86 or something like that so i was able to shave off 20 hours but that was fucking that's it yeah, <laughs> and that's because so. i had beaten the game already so
1: <laughs> that's the only reason I'll, I'll say this announcement doesn't invigorate me to go back to royal instantly now uh, i do still want to go back to it at some point but that doesn't really injuvenate me it does make me happy that i think for a long time i feel like we've needed some equity when it came to these playstation exclusives versus the xbox exclusives where there's a lot of like de facto playstation exclusives that like sony isn't paying for and this is one of them Where i'm glad we're finally getting it on xbox so that they can see what's up with this next Uh, what's next what's next which one which one's next well shoot dragon quest i would hope
0: but i don't think that's going to happen anytime soon because i don't think they have really an inkling to port their past games they
1: they just haven't shown that they honestly care half of their games are on 3ds fucking i mean (laughs) really at this point we've got just about all of them kingdom hearts has come over yakuza's come over the major
0: japanese franchises yeah now now you need to work on current ones that are coming out and i i wouldn't be shocked if they're still behind on that but i hope this is a sign of from this point on, we will be sure to incentivize these Japanese developers to start launching on our platforms. Because hmm. if you're if you're on PS5, almost no reason to not be on Xbox at this point. Like unless yeah. you are being paid exclusivity, which I wouldn't be shocked if Persona or PlayStation was signing a check for Atlas as a agreement mm-hmm. that, like, hey, don't put this anywhere else. Cause Yeah, there's no reason they shouldn't be on PC. Uh mm-hmm. so I I wouldn't be shocked if that was if that was paid for and they probably it probably ended probably a couple months ago and they were finally able to be, able to be like yeah let's let's get these guys let's,
1: yeah for sure for
0: sure um, this is a quick one I don't have anything much to say this is Hideo Kojima kind of came out and they acknowledged yeah we're working together
1: yeah
0: that's it I I didn't by anything. this was kind of a sign of more than anything this was more spiritual than like yeah we got the fucking PlayStation guy. So we're cool now. Like, I feel like that was very much this kind of sentiment, Like Death we don't two. Have, Xbox exclusive. We don't have anything to say other than Hideo Kojima is working on a game for us. Yeah. Mm hmm. And I asked you during the stream Emmett, um, Alex, I don't think you, you actually, you matter. I think I sent you the,
1: the leak. Do you guys think this is overdose? I think it is. I think it might be. And I think there's a small chance that they took out the trailer because it got leaked, and because it got I think there's a small chance of that. Mm. From the from looking at the conference, I feel like maybe that's just what they had, and he wants to save that reveal for maybe the uh, the Jeff Keeley thing that happens at the end of the summer, the One Night Live op- or something, opening Night Live, something like that. Yeah, I oh, think you, we, get the,
0: we get the we uh, get the EXO as well. Yeah, if they do a- XO event, yeah, that is true. Um, they could save it for that. It's not a terrible idea. Um, I, uh, yeah, I'm glad they're working on it. I'll say it again. I cannot believe PlayStation let this go. This reminds me of the MLB thing where like, not only did you lose MLB, you lost marketing to MLB. Like, like it's wild that we saw baseball games, MLB the show. And right after it was saying fucking Xbox and it didn't say PlayStation, that is fucking crazy to me. this is another example of how strange that like, how, how does he not have a blank check? This is the guy that made fucking Metal Gear. Like, how I'll, do you not I'll keep this guy stated on your on your uh, I, I I at least ask myself that if I'm CEO, if I'm
1: uh, Jim Ryan chilling and I'm like, yeah, we probably need to lock this dude down. I'll say I'll say this real quick because I we really need to get to this last one. We do. Um, I feel like there is a big cutoff that happened because we remember Fortnite was cross play on everything except PlayStation. And they had their whole debacle and their whole falling out and readjusting their corporate brain to go to this current life cycle of cross-gen everything, cross-buy everything. Everything is everywhere all at once. Uh, Great movie, by the way. Yeah. Um, I still want to watch it. It seems so good. So fucking good. But, um, yeah, we're we're in that environment now. And I think PlayStation understands that. They're putting Spider-Man on PC at this point, which was unheard of back in the day. They've already changed in a way where they understand, hey, MLB, we understand the baseball league wants more money let them put it other places but we still develop the game so we still get that check (laughs) um for for kojima they're not developing the game but people will still associate kojima with playstation whenever he does put something on there so they're still getting that slight brand recognition even when it's on xbox they're gonna think oh can i get it on play oh it's not on playstation they have that roadblock because they've already set that history um even if you know they go over to xbox to play it but We'll see what happens here. Um, I think it's going to be a good game, whatever it is. Kojima doesn't make complete duds. I know Death Stranding. How and fucking it. weird they are. I mean, they're still good. Yep. Yeah, exactly. So he's going to make something decent at the very least. All right, we've waited long
0: enough. We're going to jump into this one. And uh, Alex, we're going to start with you because I know we're, we're yes. a Razor's Edge right now. Starfield yep. 2023. We got an extensive look at what the game's going to look like. We got some gameplay. We got some gunplay. We got some flight play. Is that what it's called? I don't know. We got got some uh, customization play. We got all the gambits. We got basically what the game seems like it is going to be. And it doesn't seem like any of us are super excited. Alex, starting with you. Starfield, thoughts. I think this is for a certain audience. This game
2: is like, you know, it's like... Like, you know, not everybody likes Fallout. Not everybody, uh, you know, I mean, does everybody love Elder Scrolls? I think it's I think it's one of those things where, like, you know, it looks cool, but I think it looks like it was trying to do like there's a little bit of everything for everyone. So it's like, oh, for the people who like mining and, you know, stuff like No Man's Sky, here's a little bit. Here's a first person shooters, you know, for Fallout or, you know, first person shooter people, third person for exploration flight simulating you know in space it it's a little bit for everybody i just i just hope that they're they don't try too hard to get everybody because i feel like this game is just going to be specifically for ne ni- like like niche people to where like mm. i like there's certain aspects like with the um, with making your own four or the ship not everybody's gonna do that no. that's gonna only certain people are gonna use that and i just hope that because not everybody's going to use it, I hope that they don't, it it doesn't drown it. Mm. But I, I kind of enjoyed what I saw. I just, I'm just, I don't want to give it
0: too high hopes in case it's broken. Yeah. Because so, everything I I saw, it looks awesome. So it sounds like you're tempering your expectations because of past games. Is that, is that kind of where you're sitting A bit, at? Yeah. Okay. I don't think that's crazy, especially given Bethesda's track. I mean, I, I get to be fair. Assume, we'll look at the last games we've got from Bethesda. <laughs> That's true. 76, I mean, Fallout seventy six, yeah, Fallout four, yeah, Fallout four wasn't bad, but it was Fallout three. It Was so. bad, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was Fallout. Sorry, it was Fallout three with the ability to make a town. So yeah, you know, do what you will with that. Um, I will take it, and then I want to end with Emmett because I feel like you are the most. I think the, the I. I, I, <laughs> I, mean, I think you're almost. I don't know. The target audience isn't the right word. I want to see, but like, the are you a huge? You are you a huge action RPG guy? I want to
1: I want to say are you are you a huge Fallout RPG 3? Guy. Are you did you love Fallout 3, Skyrim, all that? Uh Fallout 3 is in my top 100. Skyrim is even higher in my top 100. Okay, and so Fallout I was 4, I was incorrect. I was going to say I was going to say you're almost like
0: the least interested in this, but that's clearly uh incorrect. So I will. I
1: should be interested in this.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay.
2: Yeah, so actually, see, that's the thing. See that's the yeah. thing.
0: It, it's trying like you should be because it should hit everybody, but you might not be. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I. I actually yeah. I want to end with Emmett now because yeah. That's yeah fine. yeah yeah. Because yeah. I, I, he's about to fucking light a match and throw it in in, in gasoline, oh, and I'm... I want to hear that. So I'm going to probably set Emmett up here. Starfield yeah. looks exactly what I thought, in a vacuum that Bethesda makes games. If we remember, Fallout 4 came around the same time as Witcher 3 did. And Witcher 3 fucking beat the shit out of Fallout 4 in terms of almost everything. Exploration, character development, character interactions. The only thing it didn't really nail, you could argue, is maybe companionship. And I think Triss and Yennefer fucking throw like them out of the <laughs> water for that. So they got upstaged in what they did in the year the game came out. So... That's what I want to paint the Bethesda picture with. I think Bethesda makes games in vacuums and it comes to their detriment. Mm. I think they have figured out a flow with their games and we can look at it with Fallout three. We can look at it with Elder Scrolls. I feel like if you even show someone who's not very into games, if I maybe showed my wife, these three games, I feel like she would even guess that the same person made them because they have the same feeling. to almost all of them, you can almost tell that the same person made all of these games. I say person lightly, the same uh Bible, developer, almost yeah. developer. Yeah, they all have these kind of Bibles that they follow. I feel like this is clearly made by the same developer Bible for better and for worse. It looks like it is Fallout in space. That's what it looks like. It looks like. And I think everyone thought this is going to be Bethesda's evolution. This is going to be. What's an example that I can think of off the top of my head? This is going to be Half Life One to Two. (laughs) Yeah, this is going to be the Fallout set. Sorry, not Fallout Seven. The Final Fantasy Seven of the Final Fantasy franchise. This is going to be the giant evolution that propels Bethesda into this into what Witcher Three was, and people who didn't play games kind of play the game because it was it was a big deal. And uh, Alex, you. You leaving? Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah sorry. I got to catch you, but I gotta get, gotta get, yeah, you got to get the babes. Yeah, you got a kid. Hey? You do, you, bro. Yeah. We appreciate you. Right. I will try to get you gotcha. later for a little snippet. Yep. Um, we'll attach it to the end of the video. Yep. Good, good talk, guys. Oh, All always. Right. I'll see you later, man. Thank you. See you. I'm going to switch scenes here. There we go. It's just you and me now, baby excellent uh going back to what i was saying yeah i think i think we know what we're seeing with this it's bethesda making a game and i and i do think a lot of people kind of hype themselves up with this we and i think i did too i I think i thought this was going to be something that's different and i think we can say pretty equivocally now it isn't it looks like it's taking no man's sky's approach to crafting things it looks like it's taking almost No Man's Sky's approach to flying too, as well. Um, I do th- I do think it got your interest with what they did at the end there, and I was like, alright, well, this is one system. You can go to all the planets, but guess what? Scope! We have a hundred different things you can do. Oh my god! Oh, things. there's a million places now you can go. And immediately what yeah. I went is, okay, it's procedurally generated. And then you immediately countered with like, hey, it might not be as procedurally generated as something like No Man's Sky. I think I agree with you with that. Um, I think it isn't terrible to say because I think they will have, like you said, these kind of main set piece places that you'll have this mission that you have to go on to fucking Xeno 75 and meet this robot man that will tell you how he murdered his entire family or whatever the hell. So mm-hmm. I, I agree with you in that perspective. I just think we are in, we are probably getting fallout in space And for some people, that's great. For some people, that's not good enough. For some people, they're going to be disappointed, but they're still going to play the game. With all that being said, I want you to fucking start that match and I want you to throw it at (laughs) me, (laughs) please.
1: All right. I will. I'll start with this. I remember watching a video about Fallout 76, a positive video about Fallout 76 from Noah Caldwell Gervais. I think I watched this exact same video. Yes. Pretty sure it is a great video. He is a great writer in general. Blah, blah, blah. Yes. His main thesis on yeah, his main thesis on that Fallout 76 video was that Fallout 76 was fun if you treated it like a theme park rather than an actual lived-in world. It was fun to just watch the bells and whistles of Fallout ring every time you got leveled up and all that stuff, and that was fun. Looking at this game, Starfield here, cuz when I saw that 76 video, I totally agreed with his thesis there and I find that game fun in the same way. Starfield seems like what if we took that methodology that mindset of game development okay and, and stretched it all the way to an original concept to where i say that because the thing about starfield it feels like elix <laughs> if you know Oof. the elix games and i know that Oof. seems like the biggest burn but i don't mean to say that because elix if you've ever heard of elix that's like a i want to teach nordic joint it is
0: yeah the second one uh, came it, out recently too. I think.
1: Yes, it did, and I was very—I wasn't excited for it, but I was interested to see if they would change things. And they didn't really change all no, that much. It was but, the same game. Yes, the thing about those games are they are janky as all hell. They are fucking weird in a lot of ways. They're bizarrely difficult, but they have an interesting world. They have an interesting aesthetic, but the thing about it is that some of the parts of that aesthetic feel generic. Starfield feels so generic it in a does. way that I'm like, I am surprised that because what do I love Bethesda for? I love it for Fallout. Yep. Fallout is such a very specific world. There's nothing like Fallout nothing. with that combination of, you know, the destroyed world versus the 1950s aesthetic. No other game has that. You go to Skyrim uh, or Elder Scrolls in general. I will say Skyrim feels a little bit more generic just because it's that very much. So the classic fantasy, yeah in it's just dark, it's the fantasy you have yeah. caves there's vampires exactly. werewolves. like just there's nothing too special about it but it is special to me because i don't play a lot of fantasy games so that's a little bit more novel for me and also let's um, remember that came out
0: in the ps3 360 era. yeah that wasn't Sky really was being done that wasn't really being done back then and if it was it was not to its it wasn't as accessible back then because there were games like that, but it was the Dragon Age Origins. where that, it was very. That's what hardcore. I'm saying, though. Like, w- yeah. if you say it's been done back then, it wasn't being done to that extent. There were no mm-hmm. items that you could you could pick up cheese from fucking table. You could pick exactly. everything up. Not the the entire world was
1: not interactive or interactable. Yeah, There's, it so- wasn't accessible and blockbustery in the way. Like it's like Lord of the Rings, like Lord of the Rings. That was an accessible ass movie that anybody could watch. But before that, it was like these very weirdly hardcore. Yeah types of things there for fantasy so that that's on that side we get the starfield i have played so many science fiction games this is the most sterile this is the most i can't even tell like when you have a handmade product versus a factory made product you can tell because the stitches don't line up perfectly yep you can tell like there's wear and tear on things there's weird uh, like aspects to it you can tell the uniqueness Yes, you could tell the uniqueness of it. Starfield feels so sterile. It feels like it is made in a factory. Yep. It feels like here's our here's our world. Here's the here's the combat. Here we're checking off all the boxes. Here's we your hi- destiny style. We, hi- we hired a thousand different people to uh
0: what's it called? Like workshop uh mm-hmm. 10 000 people who play video games and Bro. we got the highest percentage that agree that they like guns that shoot lasers okay all right so we're gonna put mm-hmm. lasers in this guy oh you like double barrel shotguns all right well there's gonna be a double barrel shotgun that looks the exact same that a double barrel shotgun does but except this one looks more futuristic like yeah. that's, that is i almost agree with you you could tell this Almost is it's been focus group to hell. They fucking focus it. group the it shit. Was over,
1: it was over. overstrike, and now it's fused. But yes. I don't know if it ever
0: was overstrike
1: to begin it? with.
0: We don't know. <laughs> we'll never know that answer. We'll exactly. never know that. But we know right now that this thing looks like it looks like it looks like a well, video game. And it looks to, like a
1: good video game according
0: to the graph. Eighty <laughs> percent of the audience does like when you fly in a ship. So, we're going to yeah. put ships flying in this game. We also understand that people like No Man's Sky because of the exploration. So, we're going to do just that. <laughs> in the exact same way, seemingly. Yeah. And according to this chart, like, it's, that's what it feels like. It mm-hmm. it looks, I think you put it, well, it looks sterile. It doesn't really look like it's learned anything. Yeah. It looks like it is a Bethesda game in space.
1: For better, like I- for worse, for less for not i don't know exactly i when i compared it to boundary during the live stream like i was looking at boundary that is straight up literally just zero gravity call of duty what on space stations and what you when you think of that concept you're not thinking of oh what's the cool aesthetic that makes it different no it's pretty sterile in the way that call of duty games often are and that's fine for a multiplayer game where all you're doing is finding the dot and clicking it if i'm gonna have a story that's gonna engross me characters that are going to engross me all that stuff i need it from something that isn't so on the face of it at the very least so sterile so of every other type of sci-fi out there nothing about this game is really speaking to me in that way where it's like oh this is going to be an adventure this is going to be a new story or just a new thing that i will be seeing i am sure that I don't know if I'm... I mean, it's on Game Pass, so I'll probably give it a go anyway since I want to pay for oh,
0: it. Oh, let's, let's be honest. We're all playing this game. Yeah. We're just, yeah. We are judging what we are seeing for what we're exactly. seeing. I'm not very positive on it. Mm-hmm. Um, will I play it? Of course I will. It's on Game Pass. It's going to be a seminal title. Fuck, I'm probably going to do a spoiler cast on it too. You know why? Because it's kind of my job. I want to do it. But, yeah. but to critique Bethesda a little bit, I do not see the evolution that I wanted to see. I don't see what I love. I uh, do. I do. But I'm going to come back to you. After. Okay, please do. Because what when, when I think of evolution, this was something I brought up with Naughty Dog um, with uh, The Last of Us uh, Part 1 Remake. I brought up, people were kind of complaining about the price point. And I was like, look, I will happily spend $70, because you know why? And then I brought up Naughty Dog's full fucking discography of the games that they've made. I was like, these people made Uncharted 1 and 3. By the way, when they were making Uncharted 3, they were making Last of Us 1. These two games, one of the best games ever made. I'll give them fucking $100 for this game. I don't give a shit, because it's Naughty Dog. I want them to make sure mm-hmm. they save my games. I don't want them going to do anything else. So I'll clearly, gladly, spend $70 on this game. When I bring up Uncharted 1, 2, 3... It almost, uh, sorry, Uncharted 1, 2, 3, Last of Us, uh, Crash Bandicoot, it paints this beautiful picture of an evolution throughout this company's lifespan. When I bring up Bethesda and I show you Skyrim, Fallout 4, 3, in this game, the only thing that's going to tell you which one came first is probably the graphics. And Skyrim is going to be harder because it's been released 70 times. So... What I want to say to that is it's very hard to tell me gameplay wise, aesthetics, and uh, I mean, hell, it, it looks like the exact same way you're interacting with people is the same way. You're zooming in on their face. There's a very kind of guy standing like this and he's going to be talking like this the entire time. I am an NPC in Skyrim yeah like that's like <laughs> that rack zoom yes the rack yeah the sink <laughs> what is your story young man <laughs> and that does not excite me but i want to hear your pushback on this doesn't show the
1: evolution of bethesda i i, I please I, I would love that what 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 was your kind of uh issue with that i feel like the evolution of bethesda is this now of course they've been making games since like what 90s, oh my god 90s. i think in late 80s yeah Yeah, and I feel like in that early time period, they were trying to figure out just the mechanics, just the hardcore, hardwired basics of the game. Forget story, forget narratives, forget characters, forget anything that you can have an artistic opinion about. Just the mechanics is what they've been working on. And I feel like around like Oblivion slash Fallout 3 era, they finally honed in what the mechanics are, what the mechanics need to be. And they've kept that consistent throughout all their products. What I've been seeing as someone whose Bethesda experience started with Fallout 3, what it seems like I'm seeing as we get further and further down the line with Bethesda, um, it's less about what artistically is interesting and more about what content is going to keep you playing. I think that's why Fallout 76, for as much of a meat grinder of a game that was for the developers, I think that's why that idea stuck out to them as a good idea because they're like, all right, people like Fallout How much more content can they give them? I feel like Starfield is a game full of content. I don't know if any of that is full of stories. I don't know if any of that is full of character. I don't know if any of that is full of like water cooler moments that I want to talk about outside of like, oh, I found some titanium ore on planet Venus. Like, It seems like it's just content. It's just a bunch of shit to keep you playing. And because I as soon as I saw the ship creation tools, where it looked like Kerbal Space Program, and you're just building the ship, that's remarkable. If you just want a very dry, very that's amazing standard space sim. I don't want a dry standard space sim. I want same here. I I want something creative. That's why I like. We talked about Scorn earlier in the podcast. Scorn looks cool because it is something I can't believe someone thought of that. Everyone's thought of Starfield. <laughs> Everyone's had those same ideas, those same concepts in their head, and now it's just being realized in 4K. So like I that doesn't excite me as much. I will still be trying it out because at the end of the day it's Bethesda. They've made some of my favorite games of all time. But right now, it feels generic. It feels like content for content's sake. And when they flex the whole, oh, we have a thousand planets. I'm that like, immediately turned me off, man. That immediately
0: it, yeah. turned me off. I'm like, but that mm-hmm. tells me you didn't go in and personalize that. Like I Yes. Exactly. I don't care how much you have. I want to know how much work is in this. Red Dead 2 is a prime example of that. Look, if you want to be a fucking psychopath and pretend like you're a cowboy, you can. And that's amazing. And that is a great experience. Every single particle in that fucking game shows someone looked at it. Mm-hmm. and it's huge and it's a testament to how much rockstar has fucking money <laughs> Like they can just do whatever they want <laughs> and i don't and i'm saying bethesda needs to do that but i don't care how much content you have this goes back to the dying light 2 thing and why they got in so much trouble when they were like we're five times as long as blah 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 and we're lying because we want a, i don't know long game hours i don't know why they did that but people see
1: that and they're like oh that's worth worth the money like that sounds like that 2010 like- talk
0: that was yeah. 10 years ago yeah that was a big deal now who the fuck cares are no. getting a three game pass <laughs> it's like so that's so that's so, such a strange this is a weird mm-hmm. flex that again in 2010 you tell me bro there's a thousand planets you can go to and i'm like really fam oh my god but let now me, we, let me listen to this Eminem album and I'll be right there with you bro. Exactly. Like let me fucking play some
1: shit. And But now we're at the point where when we hear the promise of oh this thing is super wide, we know it's shallow cuz we know the human you. cost it takes to fill <laughs> all that space. Yeah,
0: you didn't spend 20 fucking years making this game, bro. And also like if this is huge, no. They're not no. No, they yeah. they're not rock star. Like it, it it's just it's not possible for them to to make a thousand worlds and it being, and it felt like it's being, it's being lived in touched or, or modeled anyway. to a point where I can like watch it. I brought up Mass Effect one when we were talking about Starfield. Mm-hmm. Mass Effect one had a similar thing where you can go with a bunch of pants, but it was clear that they didn't have the money to make all these things. What did they do? all right this square is going to be the same as this planet uh the mountains are just going to be slightly different we're going to move this mountain over here uh this mountain's going to go over there there's probably five planets but spewed out 20 something odd times Mm -hmm. that's like i said that's great for 2007 when that game came out that was awesome it showed you how big games could be i think we've moved past that though i don't think most people are like dude the selling point bro you can go to a thousand planets isn't that cool yeah. I would rather have, dude, this game is 100 hours, but every single hour is perfected to a T and there's amazing stories that you can find throughout, there's these side characters that you're going to love, Your, every companion has a very special mission that tells you a little bit about them, you get to experience them, that's the shit I love. Yeah.
1: I don't even, it, every pixel doesn't have to be perfect, I just want that pixel to feel like someone's looked at it. Thank you, that's and, what I mean,
0: man, I don't want, yeah. I don't
1: want, I don't want what, that sounds like um, Uh oh, we, we
0: made this AI watch or read a thousand batman comics and now this ai yeah, is going to make a batman comic and it's just a bunch of fucking garbage and yeah. that's what it kind of feels like it i'm looking at the the demo right now and they and these spots look beautiful uh but i'm imagining this is probably the main hub that i'm going to be going to and i'll probably mm-hmm. mostly stick to these things and i won't be adventuring too much because
1: after a while that's just gonna get stale regardless of how good the game is I'm telling you right now, because I, I this will instantly get me to delete the game as soon as I come across this, because I know it's going to happen from all the things we've been talking about. The second I get a similar to the quest to Fallout 4 Settlement Needs Your Help, if I get Ooh. Radiant Quest out the wazoo, Ooh. and that's how you get me to explore these thousand planets, Ooh. it's fucking over. And I can just smell it from all the way back Yikes. here. And I'm not ready for it. They did say there are like, com-
0: like, like, like people like it's very similar to like new vegas reputational system kind of thing i believe in this one i'm pretty sure they said that in like a blog post so yeah i don't think they would do that but my god please oh they are going to do that i don't i don't want to be
1: system into a system uh, rather than a story i don't want to be called by my
0: cousin to go play bowling in this fucking game i really don't i don't don't grant the photo for me don't fucking Mm -hmm. grant the photo for me man
1: all right it's gonna happen oh my god i'm sorry i just
0: i just wanted to be good And look, hey, we shit on the game a lot. Um, frankly, because I think it deserves it. It, it looks pretty stale. I think I agree with you, Emmett. The skill tree looks like any fucking skill tree in any other game. Yeah. man. Like, I don't understand. Like, this is what you had the show, man. Like, this is
1: the way you're going to... It like, t- look like Call of Duty, honestly. Bro, like, it Call looks exactly Duty-3.
0: like the badges, and I want to say Call of Duty... Um,
1: yeah, is it like, like Black Ops Three
0: or something like that that had like the it's, badges? It's that,
1: and when I talked about Boundary earlier, it's literally the same exact UI design from Boundary. <laughs> like, I can't get over like they just like I know they didn't copy paste it, but like, yeah, the UI is artist was like, "Yo, way. have you guys played Boundary? That shit's awesome." <laughs> like, yeah. Oh my god. I wonder where I'm you just, got the inspiration from. Yeah, I really wish I wasn't so negative on it because, uh, like, like that, I said, I, I fucked Bethesda, but d- hmm. d- dude, dang, you can't help it, man. I, I, people
0: come for our thoughts man this is our thoughts if yeah. if you want to be super positive i'm not just gonna be super positive xboxy man I, I i play mostly on xbox shit i should be the one it's easy to, to mm-hmm. talk i should be the easy on. i've played fall three four skyrim i think i've beaten all those games twice or something like that like i should be the easy guy to win over if i'm low on it jesus who yeah. else is gonna be low on it like i don't want a cyberpunk although i'm not saying that's what we're getting I just I don't want to be disappointed. I don't want to come in this game and be like, "Fuck,
1: man! Like, what happened?" I will say my final thought on this in the same way where another Noah called will Gervais Vid. He made one about Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven is the most generic name for a Cyberpunk project you it can is. make because that project was generic. Yeah, and Starfield has a deceptive amount of personality for a name considering the game is attached to yep we'll see we'll see if that plays out next year but god i i i am no longer looking forward to that to the same level as I. Was. which is
0: hard to say that is disheartening i am now not looking forward to starfield what the fuck if you yeah. bro this morning when i woke up and you come to me and it comes in my house i'm like bro what's up you want to make out or you know whatever we said <laughs> uh, but when when you come in he's like by the way when this is over you're gonna be less excited about starfield by the way wasn't even super excited to be in with i was like i was happy to see the game and i want to play it now i'm like jesus like i'm gonna play this game only because one it's my job and two it's gonna be on game pass like that should mm-hmm. not be the, the the feeling i walk away from man like that is disheartening to say at the least yeah. yeah this went from a must play to a wait later oh, which is fucking crazy and they almost released this sooner mm. that's what's crazy yeah. to say this almost came out months prior What? <laughs> Jeez, I, don't want, okay. I don't want to see the game now.
1: I would hate to. Uh, this thing's probably a minefield, or whatever they have, at, uh, whatever build they have at the at the here's hoping, softworks. Here's hoping there's more personality, and they just don't want anything spoiled. Maybe they're holding all that back. But this like, could right be an now. early
0: build. Hey, if you we can lie to ourselves, if we want or something, you know, whatever you want to do. Like, like it, it could be true too. Like this could be an early build. They had yeah. to show something. They like you could not have come here without showing something.
1: Elix has more personality than this game. That's oh, crazy sh- to say. Oh sh- That is crazy to say, but I believe that so far. <laughs> like he said it. I didn't think he would,
0: but he did. He said oh, it. Oh boy. Anywho, <laughs> on the surface level, I tend to agree. I'll, we'll have to see more. And again, maybe this is an early build. Maybe there's uh, maybe there's a secret thing. Maybe the maybe you can mainline it, and it's great. We'll never know. That, like I said, the pictures look pretty. But if that's the only thing I could say, walking away from it, you fucked up. Something yeah. something went wrong when you were putting together the pieces. Certainly, Emmett. Now that we've gone completely through the showcase and we've vented our frustration with this fucking game, what do you grade this as a whole? We kind of did it at the beginning, but this is kind of the let's where let, this is where we're leaving the show. This is where we're going to kind of like, all right, you know, okay. this is over. What do you think now that we've digested it kind of twice now? We've fully gone through each game. We've talked about it. What
1: are your thoughts? Was it good? Was it bad? Do you still have the same kind of thoughts? What is it? Uh, Same thoughts that I had at the beginning. Uh, I still think this is like a solid B, Um, not quite B+, but definitely just solid Uh, B-flat. I liked, if I didn't like a game that was shown, it was interesting, and it was a game that I could recognize as probably good, even if it wasn't for me. And the stuff that was for me, I'm definitely going to try. Like I can care, I can. There's like I can count on two hands, maybe even more than two hands. How many games I'm definitely gonna play from this thing, and that's great. Yeah, I, uh, I agree. Games, yeah, games from different genres, different franchises, all that stuff. I'm definitely gonna try a lot of these. Even if I kind of feel like you know we talked about Summer Games Fest and how people didn't like the Summer Games Fest presentation. That the last thing got leaked there, so that kind of brought things down a lot. Too. Uh, as far as like score wise for that presentation it was so bad i thought it was i thought it was fine. i think that was like a c plus if anything where i think everyone else is saying it like it's a fucking d i don't think that's a fucking case i think it's a c plus and i'll say it like this. this is a better way to say it kind of funny has their like five point scale where a three is okay but it's either it's okay or it's okay i thought it was okay so that's how i feel about Mm it i think we're similar but i'm more positive about it than because at the end of the day a plague hit the land we're lucky to see any of these games (laughs) look hey i think this i think the quality of these showcases tell you how fucked
0: it is this year we're not Mm -hmm. getting a lot of games this year and that's just because like you said a fucking plague hit one of these years is gonna have to be affected this is the year that it gets affected we're not gonna have a 20 I don't 2019 or you know what you know a crazy yeah we're not gonna be, have yeah. a 2017 2017 too. thank you I can't I can remember yeah but it, we're you know it's, it's it's just not gonna happen and it's fine that mm-hmm. it's I get to play Blackhawk games man I'm fucking happy about that so um uh to to <laughs> to quickly put thoughts on on the Jeff Keighley thing though it was yeah, way okay. too long that's why it was so bad to me uh, yeah, it was fair. way too long it's two hours that should not have that should have been an hour hour and a half that was way too long. There was clearly a lot of games there that paid to be there. I get you gotta make your money, Jeff Keeley, but not to yeah. the detriment of the product. And a lot of games there were just not good. And you can't show Call of Duty when you just shit on them the year prior. Like... You're sh- well, they shit showing- on the
1: publisher, not the developer. Yeah,
0: but when you but when you when you pick sides, man, this is the weird thing. When you when you say like, "Hey, I don't like them, but I'll gladly show off their game next year," like it's a weird crisscross when you yeah. get into that to that lane. That's why you have to be careful when you do things like that. And and hey, I, I'm not saying he's wrong for that or anything. Like that. I'm just making the observation that, bro, you got to be careful when you talk shit because when you just show their shit the next year, like. How am I? How do I value your word now? I don't know. Like you didn't back it up with anything. You just said something on a stage and didn't even say who it was about.
1: Yeah, that 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 was a little bit weird. But I don't know. I don't put too much stock into that. My Look, my I, thing is like if if Jeff wanted to make a better showcase, he should have done what Xbox did. Take more advantage of the indies because yeah, people were saying yesterday. All the indie showcases were taking the heat out of his showcase. And I didn't really watch the day of the devs thing, but I watched the Devolver digital thing. I watched the wholesome games. I watched the future Games show. I still need to um, watch uh, future games and wholesome. I think I'm, I'm, yeah. I missed those. And two. There was one more that happened yesterday too. I'm forgetting, but oh, Gorilla Collective. I watched all. Yes. Of them. Yeah. And they had some incredible games and the things that I were popping for at those showcases, those types of games were in this Xbox showcase where, yes, it trimmed down the size compared to Jeff, Jeff Keighley's thing. But Jeff Keighley was really trying to have here's your Marvel. Here's your from the makers of Batman Arkham. Here's your like f- big franchises, big developers. And, and they didn't show anything. Yeah, well, they showed very little. They showed like a cutscene, scene or that's something. what I'm
0: saying. But that's nothing to me, man. Like, yeah, when, you, when all you have to do is, sh- is, is show like this vague CGI trailer or vague cutscenes stitched together, like in Gotham Knights case. I mm-hmm. go, but why are you here then? for exactly. both sides why wb montreal did you come and jeff Keighley, why did you why did you agree to this because you probably knew what they were going to show you they were going to show you probably nothing of substance
1: because mm-hmm. why because you had to fill in the two hours that you
0: needed to fill in
1: yeah meanwhile over at xbox they got the flint game that we were talking about yes which was awesome Looks but awesome, no one's but... going to be like oh my god the guys who made ashen there's like two people who might recognize that um but those you two guys- people fuck exactly (laughs) like you have a lot of these games on here like like scorn we've been talking about that forever that looks cool that makes for an interesting showcase because you're showing people things uh gunfire reborn not everyone's gonna like pop for that the way i did but it looks interesting it looks cool like there's plenty of things you can show From the smaller developers that are going to make the showcase feel better as a whole. And that's what Xbox really knew. I think Xbox has long understood the value of indies and just like the B tier of developers. So, yeah, they showcased that here. Um, The big exciting games. Yes, Starfield fell flat. But there were so many good things from other places where the fact that Starfield didn't really deliver too much for me doesn't hurt it too much plus redfall still kicks ass
0: yeah same here man i was so high from redfall and then i'll be honest like i would have been happy if they ended on persona but that's just but that's me like Mm -hmm. that's because i love that game so honestly like persona was like fucking this made it amazing to me lost case of uh benedict fox uh uh pentiment diablo 4 there's a good bit that that when it was here it was great i think i'm a little higher than a b but if it is like a b plus i guess or something i don't know i i think it is a good showcase i think it, it, it hurt it, it it got hurt quite a bit because mm-hmm. of starfield it ended on a sour note and you just you never want to do that um aside from Without that though, starfield, the, b plus <laughs> yeah probably yeah probably um yeah i i think i'm i think i finished right games was huge i think it was a i think all in all it was a a amazing showcase for games but as a critic i do not think it was great because it did not just have those big splashes but again you can't really do both i don't think you can't really have the huge games and then you can't really have a bunch of games for everyone else because logistically i don't think that just works
1: exactly yeah the the, plus the 12 month limit kind of cut off a lot of the biggest megatons you could have possibly Which hey shout out for
0: them they didn't have to do that that was primarily i'm assuming through feedback uh i'm i fucking shit on all over them when they did that gameplay showcase mm-hmm. in like last august or something where it was not gameplay at all so <laughs> i was shocked and thank god that that they have uh moved away from that and they're down to the 12 month thing like that was really cool of them i i enjoyed that it it, it hopefully maybe moving forward with, with big showcases we can kind of go to that cuz the last couple of years uh, showcase meant we're going to see a lot of CGI trailers and we're not going to see a lot of people holding controllers. I think the only one you could say that doesn't happen would be like PlayStation when they had their thing back in the day when they had their big showcases. So I'm glad we're maybe hopefully coming back to that because I want to see gameplay more than I want to see a couple of CGI trailers.
1: Yeah. Fingers crossed. Yeah.
0: Well, that is the recap of the Xbox Ampathetic Games Showcase for 2022. Remember, I'm Elijah with the Easy Travers Game Podcast. We come to you regularly scheduled programming Fridays, every single Friday, early in the morning, 11 p... No, sorry, 11 a.m. Eastern. I always forget the time zones. 11 a.m. Eastern. Emmett Watkins Juniors, Please tell me where they can find you.
1: Oh, yeah, y'all can find me at EJSpun61 on all internet places, anywhere. That's pretty much my name anywhere. Uh, Twitter's the main part. Go to Twitter, EJSpun61. That's where you can find me. Uh, VGU.TV is the website. Uh, literally later tonight, we're going to be recording episode 100 of the Players Club podcast. Very excited
0: for that. Congratulations, um, by the way.
1: Thank you. Congratulations. A, <laughs> That's a big milestone. Road. Yeah, it's a massive milestone. It snuck up on me, honestly. Like mm, me It say.
0: did the same for us. We wanted to do something when we were like episode 80. And we are like, yeah. we should do something for 100. And then 100 came by and we we're like, oh, hey, it was episode 100, by the way. Dude, <laughs> I had
1: I had plans. I talked to some people. I was going to do something not massive, but kind of big. And then I decided to take a new job. So that's been taking up a lot of my energy and attention. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, we're still doing something slightly interesting for 100, but it won't be the crazy extra I was planning. But if you want to listen to that, you can go ahead and uh, go to VGU.TV. VGU underscore TV is the Twitter account. We'll tweet about it there. Um, but, yeah, I am very much looking forward to recording that. If you want to see my Kendrick Lamar review, I wrote that for VGU. Check that out. I worked really long and hard on that, uh, and I'm doing a video version of that later this coming week, most likely. And uh, yeah, that's everything I got. We've been here for a long time talking about Xbox. So I'm yes, yes,
0: we have. Oh my god, two hours! Jesus Christ, holy yeah. God! I did not know that. Um, yeah, that flew by. I did. I you, when, once you said that, I was like, we haven't been here that long. Fucking a! This is like the longest thing we've ever done. Um, yeah. Uh, remember VGU on podcast services too. Um, uh, YouTube yes. as well, correct? Yes, YouTube as well. Yeah, remember check out YouTube. They they do great stuff over there. So check them out easy achievers as always youtube uh, podcast services remember five star reviews help the algorithms freeze way to support like comment share the videos remember do all these things with everyone vgu of uh, everyone this is free things that you can just do click a button that helps us a lot patreon.com if you want to support us financially aside from that thank you guys so much for listening to our podcast uh we've we did a total of like four hours of podcasting today i did not realize that uh so emmett i very much appreciate you for your time thank you so much this this guy is uh great you are always there to help me you at least uh and uh, you reply to my emails which i very much appreciate <laughs> no problem man. You, you'll, be you'll be shocked you would be shocked of the people who just nothing um uh, i can imagine yeah yeah thank you so much man um I am going to go stare at a clock until Persona 5 Royal comes out to Xbox
1: but until then remember go chief